0: The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated.
1: They say football is just a game. Okay, just a game, right. It's just a game that teaches the values of hard work and sacrifice. It's just a game that shows the importance of a team. A game that turns boys into men. A game that brings people together. And it's just a game that on Friday nights from August to December turns Crozier Keystone Stadium into a sea of orange and black. A game that when the lights go on, turns the Marple Town students section into a loud 12th man, known as the Jungle. So yeah, for some, football is just a game. But for Marple Newtown football, it's much more. It's a game that makes memories, bonds students, and turn Friday nights into the best night of the school week. So come join us and witness the type of game football is to the Tigers family. This is the 2016 Marple Newtown Tiger on the Tigers Radio Network.
2: Wow. Five, four, three, two, one. It is a high kick. Carmen Cristiano will pick it up to 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sidelines. He is going to find his way into the end zone. What a job by Carmen Christiano!
3: This man hand off the foul, he's cutting it back on the near side And he is off to the races 40,
2: 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5, touchdown Tigers There goes the ghost Doctor's in the shotgun Trips to the far side He's going to roll, it's going to be a It's going to be intercepted by Gina DiCamillo Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the left side, chopping his feet. He finds a corner. He's gonna be in for a Tiger touchdown from 20 yards out. Me, 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 on the one-yard line, Paoletti under center. He's going to take that quarterback sneak. He's going to drive his legs. Tigers get on the board to go back in this one.
3: It's going to be Paoletti shotgun formation, three wide out spread. Hoff in the backfield. It's to be a handoff to Hoff going off the far side. He's trying to get away from c and he
2: dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown! for Now Letty's going to take the snap and he's going to run to the outside and he is just going to heave it to the end zone and Marcus Weathers comes down with it for a Tiger touchdown. Three wide receiver set. McDermott looking down the field. McDeworth and is intercepted by the Tigers going down the sidelines. And he is going to be tackled at the 43-yard line. Steve, who intercepted that? Did you see?
1: That is number 86, Ryan Schneider. What a
2: penalty well, comes out. Going down the sideline. Has a
1: touchdown in the corner for Amohawk.
3: It's going to be a play action as McDermott's looking
2: down the field and is intercepted. None other than Carmen Christiana. He is having himself a ball game. Doctor's going to roll out. He's to be pressure. He's going to roll in the pocket and coming up for his second sack of the season is Noah Turner. <laughs>
1: This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on marplenewtownfootball.com. This presentation of high school football, heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network, is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Zenith Public Adjusters, Brynmar Glass, Home and Business Adjustment Company, DZO Mechanical, Barnabys of Havertown, Gillen & Associates Law Firm, Anthony's at Paxson, and the Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line at Memorial Stadium on the campus of Upper Darby High School in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePantima, and Jim Alsman.
3: Marble Newtown is coming off a big win last Friday night, lighting up the scoreboard en route to a 38-12 victory over Conestoga. The Tigers scored on two of their first three plays from the scrimmage. Quarterback Anthony Paoletti found a streaking dash Dolgarian from 43 yards out and then followed that up with a strike from midfield. Paoletti finished the night with 242 yards and four passing touchdowns. Defensively, Marple Newtowns has demonstrated a bend-but-don't-break mentality. They are currently holding their opponents to less than two touchdowns a game. The Tigers turned their attention to the Royals of Upper Derby tonight. The Royals are 1-3 coming off their first win the season against Herodon. Quarterback Nate Rimmel is a top five quarterback in the area in regards to passing yards. He'll be looking for his number one target, Sean Burke, early and often. It could be a shootout tonight here. Good evening and welcome to this Central League matchup between the Upper Darby Royals and your Marple Newtown Tigers inside Memorial Stadium in Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pantima, and executive producer Jim Alsman. I'm Dave DePasco and we are live as Upper Darby host the Marple Newtown Tigers. Steve, the Tigers are averaging a whopping 35 points per game through their first four matchups. They have gone off to a 4 0 start for the second consecutive season. Let's see what Coach Gaking has in store tonight as he faces Upper Darby for the first time during his tenure at the helm.
4: Yeah, first time we've been playing Upper Darby since a couple years ago where they beat us on our home field 41 0. So, Tigers are ready to go. Some of these guys remember that game. Um, But hey, Marple Newtown's getting in a tough part of their schedule. Next. Uh, four of their six last games are on the road against two uh, PIWA playoff teams, Upper Darby, Harford, as well as essentially powerhouse, currently undefeated Ridley. But first and foremost, it's Upper Darby tonight. Very good team. Their record, one in three, does not reflect the talent they have on this team. They're going to come out with a lot of fire and ready to put up some points.
3: Absolutely. One of the top targets in Delaware County is Sean Burke. He has 21 receptions for 299 yards. Down on the sidelines is Eric D. Pantiemma. Eric. Different atmosphere, different type of field. They do have a grass field.
5: Yeah, arguably it's, uh, you know, in the booth earlier we were talking about how it's probably a dirt field, not so much a grass field. But nonetheless, uh, the conditions are different than what we're used to playing on as Marple Newtown plays on a nice, nicer turf atmosphere. But, um, you know, so that could play a factor in tonight, playing on a field like this. Uh, so we, we will see what happens, and we'll see if that plays an impact tonight.
3: Steve, does have a significant impact. If you play on turf, as a quarterback and wide receiver, you're going to have to adjust to different patterns, especially in warm-ups when you're on the field.
4: Well, as Eric said, it's more dirt, so it's still a very flat surface. I mean, it's not as soft on your legs. I mean, you mm-hmm. fall on that feels like concrete, but it's not like it's a grass field where it's a little harder to run. I mean, you see it. There's not much grass out there, so, you know, it's not raining. It might not play a big effect, but there's going to be some points where you have to adjust, you know, because, Again, they haven't played on a grass field since uh, last year, I believe, at Springfield. So they're used to playing on turf. They practiced on a grass field, so, you know, at the end of the day, it might not make a difference.
3: Last time Marple Newtown beat up her Derby was back in 2012 by a whopping score of 6-3, to three, Steve. So it's going to be a little different as both offenses have some firepower, especially with the quarterbacks.
4: Yeah, I would say so. Um, as you mentioned, uh, two of the top quarterbacks in uh, the Delaware County in terms of yards. Anthony Pelletti leads Delaware County with 899 yards passing. And on the other side, Nate Rimmel, 881 yards passing. He's two in Delco. So these both these guys love to uh, throw the ball. I know Coach uh, Rufinak, the offensive coordinator at Upper Darby, loves to air it out, as well as on the other side, Coach Kick, and we know what he likes to do. So expect uh, a lot of passing in tonight's game. Absolutely. And Pale Eddie's targets, he has two of the
3: top five wide receivers in Delaware County. Dash Dolgarian came on the scene last week scoring a pair of touchdowns. From deep, 43 and 50. And then there's Cameron Mathis, who's been old reliable so far early in the season.
4: Yeah, it's nice to see someone else step up. Mathis has been the reliable guy all season long, but we saw Dolgarian last week. We saw some flashes of uh, Luke Cantwell and other guys out there, Carmen Christiana. So I expect each week we go on, we're going to see another guy really come out of their shell. Uh, mm-hmm. you got Dylan Tui, just guys like that out there as his weapons. And again, you can't forget about that backfield. Um, of
3: Marlon Weathers. Weathers
4: and Jack Fowler, They combined for 466 total yards, six touchdowns, so they're a threat back there when he needs to go to them.
3: Absolutely. Steve, you were talking about the quarterbacks early in the game, and Anthony Paletti was one of your
4: players for this week. Yeah, one of the featured players for Tigers Radio Network, and one of the questions I asked him was, uh, take us through your off season and how you prepared for your second year starting at quarterback where you currently lead... The county and passing art through four mm-hmm. games. And he said, This all season, I feel like I truly push myself to the limit. And if you talk to Anthony Pelletti, talk to his coaches, he's one of the hardest working guys, Coach Gicken will say, that he's ever coached. He said, Without his supporting cast of his team, pushing him in the weight room and all the coaches, he couldn't do it without them. And he really wanted to give a shout out to his offensive line, who really protected him this season mm-hmm. and uh, given him a lot of time. So, um, But if you watch last season or listen to it on the radio and compare to this season, he was good last year. He's on a different level this year. And he's Fourteen 14 total touchdowns
3: so far in four games for him. Exactly. And then on special teams, you have a player like DeCrecchio that's making an impact as well.
4: Yeah, Nick DeCrecchio. I always set, said this about him last year into this year. Um, you know, he's, he's not the biggest guy, but he has this heart of a line. Um, and I said... Go through, you know, you're at a disadvantage when you're lining up a cornerback, when you're running on the kickoff. You don't have the height and size compared Mm -hmm. to some of these guys. And he said, to be honest, um, you know, ever since he was a freshman, he's only grown about 15 to 20 pounds. But he said he sticks his nose in there. He's not scared of anybody. Yeah, he's at a disadvantage. But he can jump with the best of them. He makes plays. And, you know, he doesn't care if he's the smallest guy running down on a kickoff or on a punt. He wants to make plays. He will stick his head in there. He's a huge addition for this team on special teams and when they need him on the defensive back. Eric, Upper Darby's team just went to the sidelines. Marple is yet
3: to come onto the field, but give me somebody to watch.
5: You know, you were talking about Remo, you were talking about Burke, and they're two of their weapons on Upper Darby. But a guy I saw on film for them is their defensive end, tight end, 6'2", 190-pounder, senior Obadiah Asir. He was a guy that stood out to me last week versus Harrington. He had a receiving touchdown and also a fumble recovery touchdown. So he made a pretty big impact for them. He's a big guy. He's a senior. I'm looking for him to attack the quarterback and make a few catches on offense tonight for Upper Darby.
3: Thank you, Eric. Is my player to watch is their running back, number five, Quran Davis. Steve, if they're able to control the line of scrimmage in the name of those four or five yards, they're going to be able to control the time of possession, and Marple Newtown's not going to be able to get onto the field.
4: Yeah, that's what teams are doing against Marple Newtown. We saw Conestoga last week, saw Radnor. They're trying to control time, uh, you know, time possession, keep Marple's high-power offense off the field. With my player to watch, Jalen Camille. He's third in Delco, 311 uh, receiving yards. He's a big threat, and if Marple Newtown wants to come out 5-0 and after this game, their secondary is going to be very key tonight, guarding these athletes at Upper Derby.
3: Marple Newtown takes the field. They are wearing their all-white uniforms tonight, Steve, with those orange
4: helmets. It's going to get a little dirty on the grass tonight. <laughs> yes, it will be. But give me two keys to the game, Steve. As I said, one's the secondary. Back four. got Christiana, Mathis, Dylan Conan. Um, those guys have to step up. They have to play well. They have to stay home. Whether they play um, you know, cover two, cover three, man-to-man, they have to cover these athletes. As I talked about, Jalen Camille, Arab player of the game. These guys are athletes. They will run down the field. And their quarterback's not too shabby as well. Nate Rimmel, he will, as we said, second in Delco behind Paylighting in passing yards. He will get them the ball. And number two, special teams. Win the field position battle and cover. Again, Their kick returners, punt returners. They can move. Mm -hmm. you got to cover them. Mikey, the game,
3: Marble Newtown has not been able to get their running attack going. They have two running backs, and Marlon Weathers and Jack Fallows. You need to see more of a balanced attack. Marple Newtown's been throwing the ball in the air a lot. Let's see what they can do on the ground. Eric, what is your key to the game?
5: You know, my biggest key is uh, which team wants to have discipline. We know Marple Newtown has been committing a lot of uh, ridiculous penalties over the first few weeks. Right. There's unsportsmanlike uh, penalties after the play. Who wants to have more discipline? If Marple Newtown can uh, work on that in practice and it, to have discipline, I think that... Uh, it's going to be a good outcome for them. But if they make those dumb penalties versus more of a contender in Upper Darby, we could see a different outcome. And maybe that first L for Marple Newtown. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be a good night for football here. Stay live. positive, Eric.
3: Stay positive. You want to hear that as a Tiger fan. But we're going to step aside real quick. Uh, first off, next week's game at Lower Marion is a tentative game.
0: Yeah, thanks, Dave. Uh, tentative game at Lower Marion because of uh, you know that facility is just a little bit Um, the press box is not what we're used to, so it's a little bit more of an outdoor setup, much like we did with our first playoff game last year at Potts Grove. So really it becomes a weather-permitting game um, tentative. So I ask our listeners to check the website, uh, stay stay updated via social media, Twitter, and uh, we'll keep fans posted. It's a Saturday game. Either way, we'll have coverage uh, via Twitter. And uh, we'll have, you know, a full game recap on the website by Saturday night. But I do want to let our fans know. And, and you know, we'll, we'll make sure that we remind our listeners at the end of this broadcast as well. But we're, uh, we're here out at it up, uh, Drexel Hill. And we're going to, uh, looks like, Dave, we're, we're getting the uh, coin toss here momentarily.
3: They are as players take the field. Marble Newtown has four players taking their field. They have their quarterback, Anthony Paoletti, followed by wide receiver, Carmen Christiana, Cameron Mathis, and the big guy, Luke Lazowicki. For Upper Darby, you have number two, Nate Rymel. You have Nasir Greer, followed by number 51, I believe. That is Derek Corboy, and number nine, Jeremy Keita. Great to see Luke go out to the field, still being captain, Steve.
4: Yep, we'll have him back in a few weeks, we hope.
3: Marple Newtown will receive to begin this game as wow. kicking the ball away for Upper Garby will be number 30. As this game is about two minutes to go. One more thing to add, Steve? Any last-minute last, last minute information for the fans?
4: No, nah, I mean, let's see. We, we expect a high-scoring game, but we'll see what defense steps up first. We're going to set aside for the National Anthems. You want to
1: listen to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Maw, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Bretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is a place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today.
6: This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
3: In the kick it away for Upper Derby is number 30, Sammy Biwa. Marple Newtown last week was able to get the ball to begin the second half. We're going to see Paoletti early here.
4: Yeah, Marple Newtown, I believe only one other game this season, they've actually received the ball to open up the ball game, so... We'll see how this offense responds coming out early.
3: Back to return for the Tigers this is Carmen Christiana, followed by Marlon Weathers.
2: Weathers.
3: Weathers and Christiana standing on the ten to fifteen yard line. B.Y. gets a signal from the head referee. And we are underway. It's going to be a short booted kick. It's going to be returnable from the 20-yard line. I believe that's Luke Canwell who caught it, and he's going to be pummeled down around the 30.
4: Good job. But Canwell possess the ball cleanly. Pick up a few yards there. Marple Newton will take over. It looks like about their 30-yard line, Dave. First down and 10. Ball spotted on the 32 with 11.54 to begin this game.
3: Good field position for the Tigers here. Paletti comes out. He's going to be in the pistol. Four wide receivers. In the slot is Marlon Weathers. Behind him is Jack Fallows. It's going to be a snap, Palette. He's looking to his left. He's going to go over to the middle. It's going to be complete to Dash Delgarine at the 50, and he is going to leap his way down into upper Derby territory. Ball's going to be started at the 44.
4: He's brought down, looks like, by number four, Isaiah McClain. But Dash Delgarine picks up right where he left off last week against Conestoga with a nice catch down the seam.
3: Gain of 23 on the play. Sets up first down and 10 for the Tigers. Ball is going to be spotted down at the 45. Paletti puts Weathers in motion. It's going to be a swing pass that way. It's going to be dropped by Marlon Weathers, who calls it a running play, so he's still on his feet. And he is going to rumble down to the 30, 15,
4: about a 10 to 15-yard gain on the play because he dropped it. Everyone thought it was an incomplete pass. Outstanding blocking there by... Outsiders here, Cameron Mathis. We always talk about how well he is in the receiving game. But right there, blocking for his man, Marlon Weathers. Looks like he pancaked the defender as Weathers went behind him and picks up the second first down in two plays. It's going to be a 15-yard pickup on the play.
3: It's going to be counted as a running play for That's a first carry for Marlon Weathers tonight. He's a sophomore. As now they're going to talk about, they're seeing whether it was incomplete pass. Eric?
5: That's exactly what they're talking about. They're trying to figure out if they got that one right there.
0: Yeah, well, there's no review here, so I don't they, know what they're talking about. They just moved the sticks. They yep. removed
5: everything, so
0: they're it's going to be first it. down. Call yeah, stay- once he drops that ball, it becomes a run. It's actually a fumble.
4: So two plays, two first downs for Paoletti
3: and the Tigers here. 11 minutes to
4: go. I think Marble caught a break. It looked like it was a forward pass from my angle. But nonetheless, first down for the Tigers.
3: Pelletti and the pistol behind him is Marlon Weathers. He's going to fake it to Weathers. He's going to roll to the outside. And he is going to be intended for Luke Cantwell, his tight end. A
4: little short change. A little boot action there. They slide out, dashed Olgarian out of the up-back position. He goes in the flap. Of Pelletti he gets walloped as he tries to connect to Cantwell. Incomplete pass. Good job up front by the defensive line of
0: the Royals.
3: Incomplete pass makes the second down and 10 from the 30
0: our first hurry of the game and that was an excellent uh, Defensive line play there Steve
3: Shotgun formation two backs you got Fallows on his right and you got Marlon Weathers on his left three wide receivers Pellet gets a snap it's gonna be a handoff to Fallows up the guy He breaks one tackle and now he's gonna be tripped up near the 20. They're gonna spot it down there It's gonna move the chains
4: little misdirection there split backfield as Dave said, they fake it to Weathers, hand it off to Jack Fowles on the counter, and he picks up nice yardage there. Make it third down and one for the Tigers. So they,
0: they, move, nine.
4: they move it back one yard. Ball's going to be
3: spotted on the 21. So third down and one. Tigers almost in the red zone. Paletti's going under center. Expect the quarterback sneak as he has three wide receivers. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers. Bounces it to the outside, and he does have the first down. Great, great. Spotted down at the
4: 15. Great job up front there, Mike Miller. One of the lead blockers there for Marlon Weathers. Don't think like they got in their hog package. Quick handoff to Weathers. He bounces outside and picks up a Tigers first down as they're in the red zone.
3: For every play, we have Eric Deepen, Timo on the sidelines to get you the best coverage down there. First down and 10 from the 14. 10 minutes here, still tied 0-0. But the Tigers are knocking on the door. Three wide receivers for Paoletti. Paoletti's going to look to his right, and he's going to throw a fade to the end zone. Intended for Dash Dolgarian, incomplete.
4: Ball was thrown in a nice spot. looked like Dash kind of slowed up on it. Good coverage,
0: though, by the Royals. And Dave, Dave knows how I feel about those fades, Steve. Well, it's a tough throw. Um, There's about three NFL quarterbacks that can do it. Do we have one in Philadelphia? I'll tell you, his first pass, although I don't know if I would call that a fade, he, he, he'll get there.
3: Second down and 10 from the 14. Paletti comes out, shotgun formation, three wide receivers, two backs. Thalos goes in motion to the left. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers on the right, and he is going to be stacked up the line as scrimmage. They're going to lose one on the play, third down and 11 coming up.
4: Late motion there by Thalos. To distract a few defenders there, draw something outside. to hand it off back inside the Weathers, but they meet him immediately. Great job up front by the Royals once again.
3: Third down and 11 for Coach Kicking and the Tigers. See what he's got here. Ball is spotted on the 15. Nine minutes to go here in the first quarter. Tigers come out. Trips formation to the near side. Paletti in the pistol. Paoletti's going to roll to the right where the trips is. He's going to be pressured, and he is going to be sacked down at the 20. It's going to be a negative play, bringing up fourth down.
4: The coverage sack right there by the Royals. Great job in the secondary. Weathers picks up a nice, uh, comes up and makes a nice block off the edge, but pocket just collapsed on Paoletti, and he's brought down for a sack. It's going to be a loss of
3: six on the play. It's going to be about a 30 30-
4: how far is that, say, about a 35-yard field goal? Yeah, they're going to bring in Riley Fillman. I guess he's their long-distance field goal kicker, unless Sid Deli might have to be at a soccer game.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: Clean snap. Fillman's kick is up, and the kick is no good. Wide left, so the Tigers end up empty on their first drive. Eric, I believe that was wide left.
5: Yeah, that was about three yards wide left there. Had, he had the leg, but just a little bit wide. That was only his second attempt of the year. Actually, right, or first.
4: That was his first. Was first, yeah. Last week was Siverdelli. again. We don't yeah. know where Siverdelli is. If, if Philman's a long distance kicker, but
5: yeah, he's kicking the extra points pretty well. But yeah, that so was that, out of character there. I mean,
0: that was just, that was a thirty-eight yard attempt. I um, mean, that's that's a tall order. Let's face it, very tall for order any for any kicker. Yeah. Thank you, Eric.
3: Coming out for the Upper derby offense is
4: their quarterback, Nick Rimmel. Coach King can't be happy the way that. Offensive possession stalled, but we'll see what the defense can do here.
3: Albert Arby comes out. Shotgun formation. Three wide receivers the near side. He's going to throw it that way. It's going to be caught by Nasir Green. He's going to bounce it to the outside. He has speed, and he is going to be bounced out at about the 27.
4: Nice little pass outside from Rimmel to Greer gets the outside close to a first down and they have athletes out there they're going to get him in the open field make a few tacklers miss so Marble has to stay home on defense
3: Tackle on two more yards second down and one to go from the 29 it's going to be a fake and Rimmel's just going to keep it himself he's got the first down but he's going to be tackled good job by the Tigers I believe that was Fallos on the play no, that was number 24, excuse me, of the Tigers. That is Dan Payne.
4: Payne comes up, makes a nice play on Remo Bopping right before a first down. It looks like that was designed. Pump fake and draw there by Upper Darby. And they're in the no-huddle offense. First
3: down and 10 from the 35. Eight minutes to go here in the first quarter. Tied, 0-0. Trip formation to the far side. Remmel gets a snap. And it's going to be a keeper. He makes one-man miss as Payne and Christian are in on the tackle. But... They're striking now. The ball's going to be spotted at about the
4: 47-yard line. M12. A yeah, little zone read there. Rimmel take, uh, takes it himself. Nice fake. Sees an alley and picks up another upper derby first down. Dana 13 on that one, Dave. Royals go no huddle.
3: First down and 10 from the 48. It's going to go right up the gut intended for Davis, who's going to continue to plow his way, this time in the Marple Newtown territory. Ball's going to be spotted on the
4: Marple Newtown 48. Mike Miller throws down the running back for upper Darby Davis. This is the first time in five games Marple Newtown has seen the no huddle. Four yard carry for
3: Davis. Second down and six. Rimmel's going to fake and keep it himself. He's going to bounce it to the outside. Tigers do a good job to contain the running quarterback.
7: Great
4: job by the Tigers. Coach Haraget can really teaches swarm to the ball, and you always see a gang tackle. You never see one guy trying to make a tackle. They all swarm to the ball. This time they do a good job bringing down Rimmel.
0: No gain.
3: Third down and six for the Royals. Come out. Rimmel, four wide receivers. Davis on his set, and he is gonna intend it for a wide receiver on the near side. On, in on the coverage was Cameron Mathis intended for number eighty six. Obadiah Asir. That was Eric's player to game of the watch.
4: Yeah, big target, just out of the reach of him. We'll see what upper already decides to do here. Could be four down territory. And they are gonna go for it.
3: Four is, down and five. This is that sweet spot. Three wide receivers, two backs Rimmel. Tigers applying pressure. So the Tigers line up all the way across the field as they're waiting for the head official. So they might just drain the clock, Steve. Yeah, they might take a delay game here. So the Royals are going to take a timeout. We're going to step aside here, as it is tied. 0-0, zero, zero, 4 down and 5. Coming up, you are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith
1: Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Kicking and his staff Zenith Public Adjusters ask if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages all consultations are at no cost Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base when disaster strikes call morning noon or night Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Tigers are going
3: to have to stay disciplined here. It is fourth down and five. They're going to go for it. Rumble in the shotgun. Two backs along his hips. He's got three wide receivers. Davis goes in motion to the left, and they're going to go that way. Ball is going to be dropped. Incomplete pass. Marple Newtown will take over on
4: downs. Great job by Marple Newtown there. looks like Upper Darby was rolling on offense in that no huddle. Marple Newtown comes up big, gets the ball back in the hands of Anthony Paoletti. This drive will begin with 6 minutes, 28 seconds. Eric,
3: that just looked like a simple swing pass to the outside. Davis wasn't able to corral it.
7: Yeah,
5: It it looked like a pretty good play design. Had a blocker out in front of him. You know, could have got the first down, but uh, incomplete. And Marple will take over.
3: Marple Newtown's first drive was stalled after a missed field goal by Riley Fillman This time, first down and 10 for Paoletti. See what the Tigers have in store in their second drive. It's going to be a keeper by Paley off to the left, and he's got one blocker. He's going to take three Royals with him. He's going to be marked down at the 34-yard line. What a carry by the Freak Train.
4: This Big Tony right on cue. As he has seven rushing touchdowns, seven passing touchdowns. He might lead the town in passing yards, but I think he loves running it more than anything. This time he lowers his shoulder. QB keeper design, and he picks up. Bunch of yards for the Tigers. 18-yard
3: carry for Pele. First down and 10 from the 34. Shotgun formation. Pele's going to keep himself. Call his own number. And he's still on his feet. He plows through another, and he has another first down.
4: More like a fullback than a quarterback coming out from the backfield there. And Big Tony picks up another first down for the Tigers. And they're rolling here, trying to capitalize this time on offense. On the
3: season, Paoletti has 33 rushes for 162 yards and 7 touchdowns. That one went for 12. Marple Newtown saw Rimmel utilize that that fake. We see Paoletti continues to do it so far. First down and 10 from the 22, 530 to go in the first quarter. Paletti, clean snap. He's going to go for the end zone intended for Dash Dulgarian, and he is going to find the end zone. 22 yard strike to
4: Dulgarian. What an outstanding throw. I mean, just think about it. You run the ball twice up the middle, get your body hit, and then you have to be asked to come back and throw the ball on the money. You talk about a a fade route, not many quarterbacks can throw. That's a back shoulder throw, which is just as hard, and he puts it right on the money to Dash Dulgarian, who. Finishes it into the end zone. Excellent drive there by the Tigers.
0: Second time they're picking on that side, and obviously the coaching staff saw something there, Steve.
4: Pelletti.
3: Touchdown from 22 yards out. Philman's kick is up, and it is good. Tigers on top, 7-0 to here, 520 to go in the first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers
1: Radio Network. For 30 years, Dillon & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Dillon & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211.
0: This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
3: Back to return for the Royals is Davis and Greer. After the connection from 22 yards out by Tulgarian. Found them twice last week. Continues to hit their stride one time tonight. I believe that Civerdelli in the kick it away for the Tigers. It is. And it is going to be boomed to about the five-yard line bounce. And it's going to be taken there from the five. What a move. He's going down the sidelines and
4: finally tripped up. Number three, Greer, was able to display his speed along their sideline. Hold to Mathis, with a touchdown-saving tackle. Just got his shoelaces there. as Greer. It looked like he was going to let it go out of bounds, but he saw an alley there. Took it and almost went the distance. Good thing for Mathis there as the Tigers' defense comes out for the second time tonight. 26 yards on the run as Rimmel comes out for their second
3: possession. 5-13 Five thirteen 13 here in the first quarter. Shotgun formation for the Royals. Three wide receivers. Two backs. Rear goes in motion to the left. It's going to be faked that way. It's going to be thrown down the field. Intended for a seer who just leaps up in the Marple Newtown territory and able to rumble down. He's going to be down at the 40-yard line. What a pass.
4: And he catches over Cameron Mathers, one of... Tigers better cornerbacks there. Mathis has some height, but Isaiah was able to come up, go at the highest point, and grab the ball for a first down.
3: First down and 10 from the 35. That was a 34 connection for Rimmel. It's going to be a handoff to number three in Greer, and he is going to be tripped up for a loss. Cooper Moss
4: been all over the backfield all season long. And continue it tonight in game five of the season. It's going to be a loss of two on the play. Second down
3: and 12 from the 37. Tigers on top. Seven, nothing here. after connection to Dolgarian. Three wide receivers for Royals. Rimmel gets the snap. He's going to look to his left. He's going to go that way. Asir has his second grab on the drive. It's going to be near the sticks.
4: You can see around a little hitcher out there. He's able to find a soft spot in the coverage, and Rimmel finds his target for another Royal first down, and they're moving here trying to answer the Marple Newtown touchdown. Ball's
3: going to be spotted down at the 22. 14-yard connection to a seer as they go no huddle. First down and 10 from the 22, 420 to go in the first quarter. Three wide receivers. Rimmel's looking to his right. He's going to go that way. And it is going to be incomplete intended for Jalen Camille,
4: the junior. Look at Camille trying to run a wheel route there. Rimmel's pass just out of reach as it sounds out of bounds. Brings up second down, Dave.
3: Right now, Rimmel is 3 for 6 for 58 yards here in the first quarter. Was unable to find Camille on that play, though. Second down and 10. Three wide receivers, two backs. Rimmel's going to throw a screen pass. It's going to be caught by Davis. Luke Cantwell is in on the play. Good job by him.
4: Absolutely excellent tackler by Cantwell. He falls down, gets right back up, He's able to sniff out the screen. That had a lot of purple jerseys in front of him. Could have been a more dangerous there, but Cantwell does a great job on defense.
3: Absolutely. Only three yards on the play, third down and seven, but it could have been more. Four wide receivers this time for Upper Darby is going to play action it, and he is going to be pressured, and he's going to take off himself and slide down. Three Tigers in. It's going to force fourth down. He
4: got about one or two yards on the play. That's Kevin Rankin, one of our player profiles last week, and he keeps his motor going. That's something this defense line does very well, coached by Coach Willard. They keep their motors going, and they stay with it, and they take down Rimmel fourth down, and this is fourth down territory for the Royals. Fourth down and seven from the 19.
3: They went for it the first time. We'll see if they get this fourth down conversion now. Shotgun formation. Trips in near side for Rimmel. Tigers applying pressure. Free rusher coming up the middle. And there's going to be a flag. Tigers in on the play. is a sack. Cantwell was in on the play. Was Moss as well. Looks like holding. And indeed it is. The Tigers will decline. Take over on downs. Defense comes up
4: again. Big player so far in this game is Luke Cantwell. Yeah, Cantwell all over the field on defense. We've seen him have a couple catches a couple weeks ago against Radner on offense, but he's been a huge addition on defense this season. Tigers
3: take over 3 2 here in the first quarter. Third possession for the Tigers on offense. They were able to capitalize on their second drive. First down and 10 from the 22. Pale leading the pistol, four wide receivers. Ballos the back. Paoletti's looking, looking. He's getting pressured. Steps up in the pocket, and he's going to be able to connect to Dash Dolgarian at the 40, and he has a lead blocker. He's down the 50, down the sidelines. He makes one man miss, a second man miss, and now he is down into the 32 yard line of Upper Darby. What a job by Paoletti to elude the rush and able to find Dash Dolgarian down
4: the sideline. Paoletti, I mean, we know about him, but the receivers kept their routes alive. They saw the pocket close. They didn't stop. Look in the backfield. They kept their routes alive, and Dolgarian was open, Caught the ball. Very patient behind lead blocker there, Riley Philman
0: Steve, it reminds me of Arizona's Jake Plummer. We, we can uh, date myself here.
3: 46-yard connection to Dolgarian. First down and 10 from the 32. Weathers goes in motion. It's going to be a swing pass that way. He has it. He has some blockers. He's going to be down the sidelines, and he
4: is going to dive. He'll lose one tackler. He is in for a Tiger touchdown, 32 yards out. Tigers go back to that swing route. They bring Marlon Weathers across motion, across the line of scrimmage, or I'm sorry, across the formation. They swing it out to him, and again, once again, lead blockers looked like Carmen Christiana and Cameron Mathis on the left side. They were the reason he went in, and great job by Marlon Weathers in this offense. 13 nothing, pending the and extra point. Marlon Weathers, first touchdown of the game, second touchdown for the Tigers.
3: As Riley Filman's kick is up, and the kick is good. Tigers now have a commanding 14-0 and and needs, 2-16 to go in the first quarter. You are
4: listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to Home and Business Adjustment, where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At home and business adjustment, six ten three five six one three four
3: four. Eric, down the sidelines. That was a tremendous play by the sophomore
5: running back. Yeah, he just picked up some speed. a Couple moves, his elusiveness got him in the end zone there. It's it's nice to see Marlin get in because you know after the first week he was really good, but the first week he was really good, but the last couple weeks we haven't seen much of him. So it's nice to see Marlin get back. Get back on track, and that's one of the keys you guys talked about, that balance, that that run-pass balance. It's nice to see.
3: Second touchdown pass of the first quarter for Paoletti. Back to return for the Royals is Greer and Davis. Siverdelli in the boot this one away. It's a high kick. It's going to take a Tiger. Now it's going to be returned by the 20 by Davis who's going to complete the wedge along the sidelines, come across
4: the field. He's going to set up great field position for Upper Darby. Dylan Cooney finally runs across field and takes oh, out
7: by five, Ron Davis. Davis.
4: He has another great return there. It's going to be first down and 10 from the 42. You better believe Upper Darby coaching staff players have been watching the film of the Tigers kick re- kickoff unit Um Past three games have done great, but game one and two, if they have film on that, they probably have seen a few uh, holes that they could take advantage of. Rimmel comes out. Two wide receivers to the far side, two backs. It's going to be
3: a fake to Davis, and it's going to be a keeper by Rimmel, who's going to plow his way almost near midfield, but the ball's going to be spotted at the 48.
4: A little zone read there, and Rimmel does a great job of holding that ball. He really rides it. Fakes it to Greer. This time he keeps it. Goes up the gut. Picks up six yards there on first down. Second down and four from the 48. Royals come out. Same formation.
3: Three wide receivers. Two backs. It's going to be this time a handoff to Davis, who's able to get the first down and more. He's down in the Marple Newtown territory. He drags the defender down to the opposing 48-yard line.
4: Davis with another nice carry there. Finally brought down by Mike Miller. Kevin Rankin, but Davis with big shoes of Philly's year, taking over for Isaiah Bruce, leading rusher in Delaware County last year, doing a good job tonight. 126, 125, 124 here in the first quarter. First down
3: and 10 after the carry by Davis. It's going to be a handoff, I believe, to Davis, but not before he's able to get past the 40-yard line. He's going to be down at the
4: 38. Another tackle there by Mike Miller, and this offense is rolling... Similar offenses here with Marple and Upper Darby. uh, Upper Darby coached by longtime head coach Rich Gentile. And uh, great offensive-minded Eric Ruffin calling the plays. Six-yard carry. Second down and four
3: from the 38. Rimmel comes out. Same formation. They have two backs. They've been using that to utilize play action as well. Three wide receivers. Tigers on top. 14 to nothing. Low snap. Rimmel picks it up. And he's going to be taken down for a sack on the play. Steve, who came up with it?
4: Can't see there. Looks like... I believe number 60 Mike Miller. And there was one other Tiger I was unable to see. That was number 77. That's Kyle Tobin. He comes up. And we've been calling his name a lot lately. Kyle Tobin comes up. And just that bad snap. All about timing. And he comes in. And is able to bring down Rimmel for a loss.
3: Seven-yard sack. Third down and 11. From the 45 here for Rimmel. Five seconds that they want it. Three, two, one, and that will be the quarter. Tigers on top, 14 to nothing. A pair of Paoletti touchdown passes. Give them the lead as we head to the second. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network.
1: Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Vendizio Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com.
6: This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
3: Welcome back. Marple Newtown has a 14-0 lead, but not before Paoletti tosses his ninth touchdown pass of the
0: season. Yeah, and he, he was so elusive, Dave and Steve. And, I, again, I, I, I bring up, you know, again, dating myself a little bit, when I used to watch... The Eagles play Arizona twice a year. and, and Boy, Jake Plummer, man. That guy, he, would, he was so elusive. And, Jake the uh, Snake. Jake the Snake. And that's, that, that's what Paoletti really reminds me of. He's something to see in person.
3: Absolutely. Third down and 11 from the 45. Beginning of the second quarter. Three wide receivers for the Royals. Rimmel has two backs on his hips. Low snap. Tigers applying pressure. Moss was in on the play. And it is going to be broken up by number 15 of the Tigers. But
4: it was intended for number 11, Sean Burke. 15 on the play was Dylan Conan. Dylan Conan having a great year in coverage for the Tigers at his cornerback position. Comes up with a big pass break up there. Coming up fourth down and 11. We'll see what Upper Darby does here. They're going to intend to punt this one away. They
3: went for it the first pair of times. I believe that's number nine for the Royals, Jeremy Keita.
7: No, it's number two. That's
3: Nate Rimmel, the quarterback. Rimmel, excuse me. And it's a beautiful punt. It's going to pin Marple Newtown down at about the five yard line. Might be within
4: the five, I believe, Steve. Yeah, great p- punt there by the quarterback, Nate Rimmel. And Christiana lets it roll there. And Marple Newtown
0: will take over with
4: not that great a field position. It looks like they're going to be inside their 10-yard line, right about the 6.
0: Yes, uh, the, the six scoreboard yards. says 7 here, so we're going to go with that.
3: So first down and 10 from the 7, 11.46 here for the Tigers. Backed up, they're going to take care of the ball. It's about a 40-yard boot for the quarterback. He's got an arm and a leg, Steve. As Paoletti comes out, first down and ten. After tossing a pair of touchdown passes in the first quarter, so what he's got in the second. Marlon Weathers goes in motion to make trips to the near side. It's going to be a swing pass that way. He's got one blocker. He's going to throw a stiff arm, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at about the ten.
4: We're all down by number six. Jalen Camille of the Royals there, and that's the third time the Tigers go to that swing pass to Marlon Weathers. Gets him in the open field. Gives them some more breathing room down
0: in their own territory. Already at 5 for 7 for Paoletti, 127 yards, two touchdowns.
3: Three-yard swing pass, second down and 7 from the 10. This time, Weathers goes in motion to the far side. Flag is thrown for probably illegal motion. Paoletti's going to roll into his end zone, and he is going to find a wide receiver on the near side. They're going to say it's complete, but it's going to depend on the flag. Eric.
5: Yeah, it looked like an illegal shift, legal motion for Marple Newtown.
3: That's going to negate the first down play. We'll see where the flag was
4: thrown. If it occurred in the end zone, it would be a safety, but I don't believe that's the case. Yeah, it was, it was before the, the ball was, right when the ball was signed. So legal shift. But Regardless of that penalty, I mean, Jim, you said it. Pele, you have to see Pele in person. We don't do him much justice. I mean, he was getting hit in the end zone. I don't know how he got that ball off and delivered a strike about 20 yards to the sideline. What a throw by him. It's negated, but just shows you what kind of arm strength he has.
3: It's going to back up the Tigers. Second down and 12 from the 5. So the illegal ship backs up the Tigers. Three wide receivers, two backs. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers off the far side. He's got some running room, and he's going to be bouncing. The ball is loose.
4: They're going to say he's down. Weather's
3: good job. He's going to roll around to about the 13-yard line. Third down and four
4: coming up. Good second down play there by this offense. Good call by Coach Gagan. Give it to your running back. He shifts his way through. Gives you some breathing room. One minute off the clock since the Tigers got the ball for this drive as it's
3: third down and four from their own 13. Tigers have stopped the Royals on two fourth down conversions, giving their offense plenty of time to operate. Three wide receivers, two backs. And timeout Marple Newtown. We're going to step aside here. Tigers on top 14 to nothing, with 10-24 in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers
1: Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Brumall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3. Or visit wow. Oh,
6: This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
3: Welcome back. Eric along the sidelines. Marlon Weathers appears to be ready to go here in Upper Darby.
5: Yeah, we're seeing a heavy dose of swing passes, handoffs, everything. Any any reason to get Marlon out in the open field so he can use his speed here. It's They kind of went away from that the last few weeks with the air game and Paoletti taking it over. So it's nice to see some balance between uh, Marlon and Anthony tonight.
3: Sets up third down and four from the 13. Paoletti comes out. It's going to be about three wide receivers. They're going to make it trips now. Pistol formation. Royals applying pressure. Paletti steps up and he's going to try. Intended for Riley. Philman. Good job by number three. That is Greer. He
4: was able to get in front of Philman on the play. Philman was able to bring that down. That was six points on the board, but Greer does a good job putting his hand in there, swiping it away, and that's going to bring up fourth down, and they're going to flip the field position here if uh, Greer's able to get a nice return here.
3: 10-18 here in the second quarter. Tigers are going to have to punt after an incomplete pass. Fourth down and four. Greer's back to return, standing on the 48 of Marple Newtown. Clean snap, Philman boots it away. It is a beautiful kick. It's going to bounce and take a Tiger bounce. and It's going to flip field position. It's going to be spotted at the 18. Greer's going to pick it up. Makes one man miss, a second man miss, and be wrapped up at the 31. None other than number 77 of the Tigers, Kyle Tobin, special team specialist.
4: What an outstanding punt there.
0: 67-yard punt by Filman.
4: And if Greer doesn't pick that up, that ball keeps rolling inside the 20-yard line. And just when you thought the Royals were going to get some great field position there, one of your weapons in the kicking game, Raleigh film was able to boot it, and good coverage there by, as you said, special teams specialist, uh, Kyle Tobin. This Royal drive will begin on the 32
3: first down in 10-10-04 here in the second quarter. Rimmel, three wide receivers. Rear goes in motion to the far side. It's going to be a screen pass back to the near side, and he has blockers. And he is going to be down the sideline. Good job by him. That is number six on the catch, Jalen Camille.
4: Nice setup there on the screen. Tiger's been rushing hard all game long. And the way to slow up a pass rush is to dump off the screen and pick up good chunk of yardage there. Good job. By the Royal offense. 20 yards
3: on the screen pass for the Royals that now in Marple Newtown territory. First down and 10 from the 47. Pistol formation this time for Rimmel. Low snap. It's going to go to Dave who spins off one defender and is able to lunge forward and gain a yard. Second down and nine coming up.
4: Kyle Tobin in on the tackle for the Tigers.
3: First time we've seen a screen pass go against Marple Newtown this year. They've been utilizing it so much that now it came back to bite them. 46-yard line, second down and nine. Pistol formation once again. Tigers applying pressure. It's a low snap, and Cooper Moss is in on the play. It's going to be on the 49. It's going to be a five-yard loss on the play. It's not going to be a sack because it was a low snap.
4: Yeah, it was a low snap again, and that. Causes another sh- tackle in the backfield. This time Cooper Moss comes in and cleans him up. It's gonna be third down and long for the Royal offense. They spotted down at the
3: 50, so it's going to be a loss of five. Third down and 13. Nine minutes to go here in the second quarter. Seen a couple of times, important to the center in the, ex- the exchange is Rimmel's going to be able, intended for number 11, Sean Burke, in and out of his hands. He had some running
4: room on the slant pattern. Yeah, nice little slant pattern there. By Sean Burke, and if he's able to haul that in, that makes it a more manageable fourth down, if not a first down. But nonetheless, it's going to bring up fourth down and 13. Looks like Rimmel's going to probably punt this one away.
3: Punting formation, fourth down and 13. Ball spot at midfield. Back to return for the Tigers is Carmen Christiana. Clean snap. Rimmel's just going to boost me a wobbly kick. And it's going to take a bounce for Upper Darby and then come back. Carmen Christiana lets it go. Tigers are going to set up on
4: about the 11-yard line. 8.39 on the clock. A lot of time left here in the first half. A lot of passing going on between both teams here. Marple with the 14-0 lead. Let's see if they can build off it here on this drive. Tigers' defense
3: has been in full attack.
7: That
4: center exchange to the quarterback has come back to bite Upper Darby at least two or three times early. Yeah, two passing plays. I mean, that gets the defensive lineman in there and has really caused some trouble for the Royals.
3: First down and 10 from the 12-yard line for Paoletti. He's going to hand it off to Weathers up the gut, but he is going to be stacked up
4: by a group of Royals. Counterplay this time. Fake it to Jack Fallows. Handed it off to Marlon Weathers. That split-back split, split back look for the Tigers. He picks up about three yards there, so not bad on first down. Move the ball to the 15, three-yard pickup
3: for Weathers. Who has five carries for 32 yards
4: on the night so far. Paoletti's been throwing the ball very nice tonight. Let's see if he airs it out here on second down. Three wide receivers, two backs for Paoletti. It's
3: going to be a keeper by Paleetti. And he is going to be hit at the line of scrimmage.
4: Yep, they're ready for him there. That's a design QB draw. He might have picked up one yard, if not, there was no gain there. Going to bring up a third down. They gain a
3: yard, so setting up third down and six. Couple tigers exchange in and out. It appears the tigers are going to throw the ball on this play. Seven thirty to go in the second quarter. Marple Newtown got the ball to begin the game. Four wide receivers for Paletti and the pistol. Philman goes in motion, making trips on the near side. Paletti, it's going to be a screen pass caught by Carmen Christiani. He has blockers. He has the first down and more.
4: Good job by him to pick up the first down. All reliable, Steve. Yeah, that's a hammer screen. They like to go to that in third down situations. Get the blockers in front of them. Farmer Cristiani, outside receiver, loops back in. Comes in and ma- gets a catch and goes behind his blockers in the middle of the field. First down for the Tigers. C- drive continues.
3: Ball is spotted on the 25-yard line. They pack on an additional yard. Ball spotted on 26. First down and 10. Paletti, four wide receivers once again. He puts Bulgarian in motion to the far side. It's going to be... A handoff to Marlon Weathers in the backfield. But he is going to be blown up. Good job by the Royals.
4: Number 51 in on the play, Steve. Yeah, Royals doing a good job of bottling up Marlon Weathers. They're waiting for him for him now. Great defensive adjustment there by the Royals on this drive. It's going to be a
3: loss of three on the play. Second down and 13 coming up for Palenny and the Tigers as Marlon Weathers checks out of the game. That was Derek Corboy in on the tackle there on the previous down. Palos checks in. He's the back behind Paletti in the pistol. Four wide receivers. Six minutes to go here. Christiana goes in motion. Paletti makes the man miss, and he
2: heaves it down the field. It is caught by Dash and He makes the man miss, and he is going to be in for his second score of the night.
4: Wow. wow. Free rusher off the edge. Paletti steps up. What great footwork! Rolls outside and throws a beautiful, beautiful touch pass to Dash Dolgarian, who beats his cornerback and takes it the distance. Marlboro Newtown twenty nothing. Dave,
0: seventy-seven
4: yards for the touchdown.
0: Yeah, Dave, and um, you know we're we're um, we're we're in this press box amongst the the upper do- upper Derby coaching staff, so that, that's where you hear some excitement here. But uh, not not positively for the Tigers.
3: In the kick the extra point for the Tigers is Riley Filman. Bulgarian now has a pair of touchdowns in the ballgame. Paoletti's third passing, and that makes it twenty one to nothing here with five forty seven to go in the second quarter. Marple Newtown on top, over upper derby. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network.
1: Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers!
3: Eric, I mean I have no words. He steps up in the pocket and throws a strike to Dolgarian down the sidelines. Not only was it on the money, but he made the defender miss.
5: Talk about threading the needle right there. That was the epitome of threading the needle. Me and me and Larry on the sidelines had a great vantage point on that throw and right through the defender. It was amazing. Nice touchdown, seventy seven yards. That's Dash again. I, what a what a you know, what a year for Dash so far. The last two games he's really come alive for the Tigers. 21. But there's two plays. I believe
3: Dolgarian now leads Delaware counting in passing reception yards. Back to return. The Civerdelli kick is Greer and David. It's going to be a wobbler. It's going to be picked up by the 32.
4: I was able to see the numbers, Steve. Not sure if that Probably intended to. A nice little squib kick there to prevent any type of return because Greer. I believe that's a seer on the on the rest,
3: on Looks the like 86. Number 86 is here, yes.
4: And Cibridale with the squib kick because Green and Greer, excuse me, and Davis have been doing a good job in the return game. 5.43 here
3: in the second quarter begin this royal drive. First down and 10 from the 40. Rimmel, shotgun formation, three wide receivers. They make it four now. It's going to be a swing pass caught on the outside to number six, who's going to be able to weave his way down to midfield. That's Jalen Camille.
4: Camille with a nice reception on the swing pass. Picks up about five yards there on first down.
3: 5 yards, swing pass to the outside. Sets up second down and five from midfield. They go no huddle. Trip formation to the near side. Rimmel is going to look the right, and he's going to be pressured stepping up in the pocket, and he is going to be thrown down in the backfield. The second sack.
4: That is Cooper Moss in addition to one other Tiger, Steve. Like Kevin Rankin, both of them have been all over the backfield tonight. They bring down Rimmel again for another sack. Wow. Third down and eight, Marpa Town with a 21 nothing lead, Dave. 4.50
3: to go here in the second quarter. Royals come out, trip formation to the near side. Rimmel the quarterback. Clean snap. He's going to fake right. He's going to throw it down the field into double coverage, though. Two Tigers in on the play, incomplete, intended for number three in career.
4: A little incidental contact there. Feet get tangled up. Good no call by the referee. Dylan Conan with great coverage and great help over top by the senior captain, Carmen Christiana, going to bring up fourth down and eight.
0: So far, Rimmel six for 12, 86 yards for upper Darby's. Dave?
3: Back to return the punt is Carmen Christiana out Rimmel punt. Fourth down and eight from their own 42-yard line. Paoletti on the day has three touching, three passing touchdowns. Clean snap, Rimmels, punt is a wobbler. Just going to bounce to the left side and out of bounds. Marple Newtown will have decent field position to begin
4: this drive. Yep, they got plenty of time to work here with a three-touchdown lead, Dave.
0: Yeah, you, you know, Steve, I, got, I can't help to wonder that at some point in the next, you know, we're, we're in the first half of the season moving over to the second half next week, at some point they're going to need a little bit more out of the punt returner, Christiana, or whoever that may be, because you're going to have to at some point return it. I know that Coach Giordano, both Coach Giordanos, uh, preach that an awful lot. First
3: down and 10 from the 35 for Paoletti. Empty backfield, five wide receivers. Man goes in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep to Marlon Weathers on the near side. He gets one block, and he is going to be thrown down by Greer. Good job by him, but not before a gain of five. That's an
4: excellent jet sweep there by Marlon Weathers. He gets a handoff by Paoletti. Instead of going outside, you see a lot on Saturdays and Sundays, even you know, at the high school level. These guys want to take the jet sweep all the way to the sideline. That's sometimes how you're taught. But um, Marlon Weathers a good job of cutting it up right away. Off tackle and gains about five yards there on first down. So a way to run the ball there by Weathers. Second down and five from the 40.
3: Trips formation to the near side. Can't well in the slot. It's going to make it empty backfield now. Five wide receivers as Marlon Weathers goes in motion. It's going to be a fake jet sweep and thrown down the field. It is going to be complete down the sidelines. In for another Tiger touchdown.
4: There you go. You set up a jet sweep. You run a jet sweep. Then you bring. Weathers in jet sweep motion again. This time Paletti steps back and heaves it to his leading receiver, As number 16, Cameron Mathis. Mathis. That is Mathis' first score
3: tonight. It's going to be from 60 yards out.
0: And now we're at 283 passing yards for Paoletti. He's creeping up into that territory where i got to start checking some school records, Steve.
3: Coach kicking half the man is probably happy about some of those school records breaking if it's his own quarterback as Philmont's in the kick, the extra point. His fourth passing touchdown, though, of the first half. Kick is up, and the kick is good. Tigers now up 28 to nothing with 3.29 here in the second quarter. Pale tosses his fourth touchdown pass, this time from 60 yards out. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network.
0: The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. Is a nonprofit organization that provides support and assistance to the Marble Newtown High School football program. This is accomplished by raising and directly providing funds to the high school football program. In addition, the alumni association is to provide an organization through which its members can preserve the legacy of Marble Newtown football and coordinate their efforts to keep connected the people who embodied the spirit of Tiger football. If you're interested in getting involved, please visit MarbleNewtownFootball.com and. Click on the alumni tab. Let's continue to build this great legacy of Marple Newtown football. Go Tigers.
3: Welcome back. As now Pale Eddie on the season, there's 11 passing touchdowns.
7: But
5: Eric, that was a beautiful rainbow going down the sideline. I mean, he's been so on point all night. I mean, even the incompletions, he's thrown the ball where, where the defender can't even have a chance at it. I mean, he's, he's just been remarkable. And it's amazing to watch this kid grow each game. He's getting better and better and progressing each game. I'm excited to see how this... It's going to be this. a
3: squib kick now. It's to a seer. It's going to be bounced at the 40, and he is going to mark down at about the 46, 47-yard line. But a squib kick to not allow another big return for Upper Darby.
4: Upper Darby will take over. Nate Rimmel trying to do all he can. Needs a little more help up front by from his offensive line, but 28 to nothing. so I... Big hole for them to try to dig, them, to dig their way out of. Excuse me. It's the 42-yard line is where the drive will begin for Upper Darby.
3: 3:21 here in the second quarter. They trail down by four touchdowns. Paleetti has been on point, as Eric said, all night. Pinpoint accuracy, especially down the field, and making tacklers miss to throw it down the field. Rimmel, three, four wide receivers. It's going to be a handoff to Davis up the
4: gut. Tigers stack them up at the line of scrimmage. Davis takes it. looked like on a little guard trap there. The guard tried to pull, kick out the one or three tack, but the Tigers do a good job of swimming to the ball for no gain. Eric, I believe there's a penalty on the play?
5: Yeah, it looks like it's on upper Derby. Uh, possibly uh false start there.
3: It's a personal foul. And it's going to back personal them up 15 foul. yards after the play. So that's going to be a...
5: Referee signaled false start, and then, uh, then they called the personal foul there. Kind of throwing me off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thanks, Eric. It's now it's second down and 25, Steve. you to consider if he's going to start using his timeout to try and get one more score.
4: Yeah, because you get 35, That you get that mercy mm-hmm. roll in, and we could possibly, for the fifth game in a row, see our, a JV team come in. Second
3: down and 25 from the 27. It's going to be a sweep to the outside. It's going to be... The ball is loose. That was a jet sweep to number six. That is Camille, who's trying to bounce it to the outside. Moss was able to strip the ball, but they called him down. Ball's going to be spotted at the 20. It's going to be a loss of
7: seven.
4: Great job there. Cooper Moss, it looked like it was number 77, Kyle Tobin, came in to make the play. Great job to defend that jet sweep. Edge defense has been phenomenal all season long for the Tigers as it continues tonight. Third down and 32 from their own 20, as there's 2.15 remaining
3: in the second quarter. Four wide receivers trips to the far side. Tigers back on defense, not allowing a big play. Moss in on the play. It's going to be a, a screen pass that wasn't blown dead. Tigers jump on top of it. They're going to call it incomplete. It's going to be fourth down and 32 with two minutes to go. Rimmel not getting a lot of help tonight center exchange has been one of the problems for Upper Darby tonight.
4: Yeah, throwing off timing, especially on the screen. That's, you need timing on that. But Moss has been the force all season, and that can't help him. Yeah, but with, with, a, with a bad snap like that, that, that will uh, that will throw off a bunch of plays as it has so far. Rimmel
3: in the punt away for Upper Darby. Back to return for the Tigers is Carmen Christiana. clean snap. It's a high kick. Carmen Christiana is going to take it out of bounds. He's going to wobble and it's going to be marked down at about the 47 yard line. They're going to spot it down about the 46.
4: They're a great field position. 154 to go. Plenty of time for them to try to get more points on the board before the half because they have to kick it away starting the second half as Upper Darby has the option to receive. paleetti on the on the first half,
3: basically, Steve has been unable to miss. He's finding his targets down the field. He knows where all these his wide receivers
4: are at all times. Even when blitzes are coming, free defenders off the edge, he's stepping up. Great poise in the pocket. First down
3: and 10. They do give him the 47. So it is first down and 10 from the 47. Three wide receivers. Shotgun formation. Two backs. Weathers goes in motion to the far side. It's going to go that way. It's going to be a lateral that's dropped. And Weathers jumps on top of it. So it's going to be a fumble by Weathers. Clock continuing to run. It's going to be a loss of about five.
4: That's a heads-up play there by Weathers. They jump on that. That's a backward pass. They go to that for the fourth time tonight, a little swing pass. Weathers jumps on it, but it's going to be a loss of five yards, One thirty and counting remaining in the first half, Dave.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, guys, I mean, let's face it. What we've seen so far with a little bit of... uh, upper Derby offense in the beginning moving the ball. This is complete and utter domination by Marple Newtown on all sides of the ball.
3: Second down and 14 from the 43. Minute 10 here. Three wide receivers for Pale Letty's looking to the sideline. I believe they're going to let this clock run or take a timeout. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to take a timeout. You want to keep it here, Jim?
0: Now nah, let's let's pay some bills, Dave.
3: All right. We're going to step aside Marple Newtown on top with a minute to go, 28 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network.
1: With Home and Business Adjustment Company, never hear the words, not covered. We can't pay for that. Get good money for good loss of fire, water, and wind damage at Home and Business Adjustment Company. Call 610-356-1344.
6: You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com We're back in
0: Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. Marple Newtown 28-0 over Upper Darby and I did not see this coming, Dave. Not one bit. We've seen Paoletti
3: all season already, all four games, but not being able to step up in the pocket and throw a 60-yard strike down the field.
0: He's only getting better, and that's what good coaching does. Your know, team gets better. We saw that with Ray Junta when we were broadcasting games when he was the head coach, and that's what good coaches do. Same thing with Coach Gicking, uh, his father Harry Gicking, and the rest of the staff. That's what good coaches do, and, and, and that's why you know I, I tell people all the time, Uh, You know, we play, for instance, Strathaven late, and I think that's, uh, you know, I never want to play a very well-coached team like that Mm -hmm. late, but uh, this is an incredible performance right now.
3: Paoletti comes out second down and 14 from the 43. A minute to go here before halftime. Three wide receivers for Paoletti. Clean snap. Good protection. is now going to weave his way. And he is gonna throw it intended for number thirteen. I believe that's Mathis, the younger brother of Cameron Mathis.
4: What an outstanding catch there by Alden Mathis. He snags that for a Tiger first down. There is a player down on the field.
3: We are gonna keep it here, though. Eric along the sidelines.
0: Now now that's a perfect example before we get it down to Eric. A perfect example, Steve. He was down dead to rights i mean at the last moment he throws that pass a receiver happens to come back on that ball by by all accounts upper darby should honestly have five sacks tonight if not for the strength and that just slight ability to move side to side he's a
4: big guy he's 205 62 especially i mean he loves to run the ball seven rushing touchdowns so and he's always had his eyes downfield to throw he's never always just talking it away and To keep the play alive there and to find Alden Mathis out of nowhere, it's just truly remarkable. And they continue to use different players, Steve, as Alden Mathis
3: is only a sophomore, too, as he's approaching a record, Jim.
0: Yeah, so uh, passing yards in a game uh, is actually held by the head football coach of Marple Newtown, Chris Gicking, at 360 yards. Um, You know, Keith Gornish is up there with 348, 1996. And then Gicking has uh, the, th- the third best in three oh five, but I- I'll probably add this since we're so close as as a fourth all timer on this list. Um, what does
3: currently Payaletti have?
0: Payaletti currently is at two. Uh, excuse me, Paoletti's currently at three oh three with that last pass.
3: Three hundred passing yards in the first half, Eric.
5: Jim, are you making those numbers up or is that truthful up there? 303. That's that's the truth. Yeah, he's uh, that is definitely the truth. paoletti has been completely on point tonight and I don't even that was an excellent ca- catch by Autumn Mathis too up the middle. Nice job up there, Jim on the stats.
3: It has to be 300 passing yards of Marple Newtown in the first half. That's got to be a record. First down and 10 on the balls on the 37 yard line, 45 seconds to go for Paoletti. As they don't use a timeout, Paoletti steps up, and he is going to throw it down the field, intended for number one Riley Filman. There's a flag in the backfield, most likely in the area of holding. It's going to be holding as Marple Newton. That's going to back him up about ten yards.
0: Yeah. So, so Paoletti 303 in that next uh, next. Uh... Two yards away from 305, which is the third best performance by a quarterback who uh, who's worn the orange and black, and Chris Gicking.
3: Where are some other statistics that we can look at, Jim? In terms of passing yards, passing touchdowns, Paley's creeping up. He has four tonight for 11 on the season.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, passing touchdowns in a game is a great stat. That is not something that um, I've I've been able to go back and and. Uh, and tally um, going back at least uh, to about 1990 with that. But we don't have that up on the site. But, uh, you know, we're at 25 passes for a season. So,
3: First down and 25 is the back-em-up ball spotting on their own 48-yard line. Trips formation to the near side. Clock stopped at 34 seconds. Pressure, pressure. Letty is going to be sacked. No, he's not. And they're going to mark him down. His knee was down. They're going to call intentional grounding on the play.
4: His knee was down, Steve, as he was throwing the ball. Yeah, I'm there surprised was... they didn't mark him down there. But Upper Darby does a good job there to get pressure on him and bring him down.
3: Upper Darby is just pinning the ears and going after He Won't be surprised if you see a run here by the Tigers to go into the half. It's going to be intentional grounding. Loss of
4: down. It's going to be second down and 35. That actually works to the advantage of Marple, or of up, Upper Darby. I thought he was down, but has started with great field position in about the fifty-yard, forty-seven-yard line, and now they're just going backwards.
0: Yeah, it's uh, second and thirty-seven. I have
3: second and thirty-seven. Is clock stopped now. Twenty-seven picks. Paletti's in the pistol. Three wide receivers as. Pa- his upper derby is about three backs, waiting for Paleetti to heave it. And, yes, he does. He's going to throw it intended for Cameron Mathis, and it's too tall for him as he threw it about the 15. Cameron Mathis is still at the 20.
4: Just out of reach of Mathis. He runs a good route there.
0: Yeah, now, Steve, you know, this is a perfect example of what Eric was saying before the game. You know, uh, these penalties, they're a killer. You know, we, we got into the inside upper derby territory to the 37. Now we're at our own thirty-six on on a, on a that 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 personal foul was was tough. They
4: just called a penalty on up at Arby.
3: Eric, do you know what the penalty is right now? Well, uh,
0: defensive holding. Defensive holding. Okay. Thank you, Eric. Yep. Def- yep.
3: So they're they're still spotting the ball.
4: That's a ten-yard penalty.
3: As the coach is halfway onto the field to talk to the referee, he cannot be happy about the, the holding defensively. We're going to step aside here. Tigers on top 28 to nothing with 20 seconds remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back
1: or neck pain, injury, or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you.
3: Second down and 25, Steve, after the defensive holding play. You have to be happy with the Tigers... Basically, clicking on all cylinders. Special team set for that missed field goal to begin the game other than that.
0: Yeah, second and 27 now.
3: They back it up two yards, second down and 27. Pistol formation. As a man goes in motion, that's Dolgarian. It's going to be a screen pass to Carmen Christiana. It's going to bounce it outside, and he's going to be thrown. They're going to say he was in bounds, though, as the clock
4: continues the run surprised the coach you can call the timeout with a couple seconds left. He's used it into the end zone. But now he's gonna let this clock run. And that will do it here at the half. Marple Newtown edges out.
3: Upper Derby, twenty-eight to nothing. We'll be right back for the halftime. Jim will give you some stats. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. No!
0: The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network
6: Incorporated. tigers look pretty good.
0: Pain heels. Chicks dig stars. Glory. Last forever.
3: That's it. That's it. I want you to think about all those mean people. They're going to be your tackling fuel.
2: Acting fuel.
6: We're going to use them to play football. That yeah baby. yeah, baby. John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot Rod! I don't. What is Hot Rod? you just go stand on the other side, please? You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean... No one comes into our house and pushes us around.
1: You're listening to Marple Town High School football on the Tigers radio network. Now back to call the second half of tonight's game. Here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePantima, and Jim Osman.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back in Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania, on the campus of Upper Darby High School. Three minutes remaining here at half. 28 to nothing lead for Marple Newtown over the Royals of Upper Darby High School and definitely that was unexpected for this radio crew. We thought it would be closer than this obviously ladies and gentlemen but uh, this is quite a performance out of number three, Big Tony as we hear to uh, we often hear to him referred by Steve Reynolds Anthony Paoletti, number three the quarterback of this squad. He is uh, doing everything uh, with his feet, with his arm. He's got, he's got help out there, don't get me wrong. But he is really setting up what is really a, an instant classic here from Marple Newtown, and one of the all-time performances in the history of the football program, and I am not overstating that. First half stats, Marple Newtown 13 first down to Upper derby, 6. Total yards, 375 offensive yards to 104 for Upper derby. Net yards, 311 to 86. Rushing yards for Marple Newtown, 13 rushes for 64 yards. Upper Derby is 16 for 18 yards. Sacks, we got four for Marple Newtown, one for Upper Derby, two tackles for a loss for Marple Newtown, two for Upper Derby. The penalty yardage is actually quite low for both teams, but the yardage is a little high. But we have three penalties for 42 yards for Marple Newtown, two for 25 for Upper Derby. Marple Newtown's 2 for 4 for 3 down third down conversions. Upper Darby is 0 for 6. Time of possession right now 12 minutes 59 seconds. Almost 13 minutes for Marple Newtown. 11 01 for Upper Darby. Anthony Paletti for Marple Newtown 11 for 17, 311 yards. 77 yard is his longest. He's got four passing touchdowns. Marlon Weathers is 8 for 30 on the ground. Followed by Paoletti's four for 25, and Jack Fallows has one touch for nine yards. Dash Bulgarian leads our receivers with four catches, 168 yards, two touchdowns. Marlon Weathers, two for 36 for one touchdown, and Cameron Christian is two for 18. For Upper Darby, Nate Rimmel, six for 13 for 86 yards. He is nine for eight yards on the ground. Kwan Davis is five for 19 and in the receiving department for upper derby, uh, Odaba Asir, 2 for 49. Jalen Camille is 2 for 25. And Nasir Greer, 1 catch for 9 yards. So that is the summation of those first half stats. And, and Dave, you know, I've been watching Marple Newtown football for ni- from, since 1983, and this is truly one of the all-time performances. I've seen tremendous performances out of guys like Matt Messia, and the great Dan Giordano, who's one of our coaches now. But this, this surpasses all of them. And I got to see, mind you, Chris Gicking play, too.
3: Absolutely, Jim. Rattling off the stats, he does a phenomenal job. But let's go back. Let's just break it down, Steve. First touchdown of the game, 22-yard strike to Dolgarian in the corner. Unbelievable, he had to come back to the ball. Perfect placement. And then he follows that up with a swing pass. It was mainly all Marlon Weathers, 32 yards out. Then he steps up in the pocket and throws a strike down the field, 77 yards for Dolgarian, second of the game. And he follows that up, not only each time, but ends with Mathis going down the field 60 yards. He eludes two tacklers, goes to the far side of the field, and bombs it. This guy has a huge arm. Not only is it big, he has a very accurate arm as well.
4: Yeah, it's been a great first half for Anthony Pailati. Jim and Davey both mentioned it, but uh, the defense has been a big part of it as well. Uh, stopping uh, this high-powered offense of the Royals um, to, uh, I believe you said, 104 total yards on offense, which is remarkable. Uh, we saw Upper come out right away. Nate Rimmel took them downfield um, after they turned, after um, the missed field goal by Riley Filmon for the Tigers and it looked like Upper had had something going and then they just stalled and uh, right from there, Marple Newtown took over four touchdowns, as Dave mentioned. But the defense has been really been doing their job. Defense line has been getting after it, and the secondary has really stepped up in uh, covering these athletes of upper, upper Derby.
3: One game from around the league. Havford is tied at the half with Strathaven, 10-10. to That was one of the games Ridley's on top and a couple other games, but they're not so close. As Marple Newtown's getting ready to kick this one away, Sid Verdelli, I believe, because... Maybe there's something going on kicking-wise, Steve. Riley film was out there. Something different. He missed the first field goal, but, I mean, he's not mainly the kicker. He just kicks those extra points.
4: Yeah, maybe he's a long-distance field goal kicker, as I said. Maybe Civarelli, who plays soccer, doing double duty this fall, uh, might have been late coming from a game. So, nonetheless, Civarelli will boot this one away, Dave.
3: Civerdelli's getting ready. Most likely there's going to be a squib kick once again to keep it out of the hands of Davis and Greer. See if Paoletti can duplicate the kind of success he had in the first half. Civerdelli... It's going to be another squib kick. It's going to bounce, and it's going to continue to pass number three at the five-yard line and Greer. He's going to make one-man miss. He's going to get down to about the 16, 17-yard line, but there's going to be either blocking the back or holding. The flag is down on the eight-yard line, so that return is going to be negated.
4: Yeah, I thought Greer might have got away with that very close call, but I guess he got it. More of the back of him than the side, so that's going to pin the Royals deep, and Nate Rimmel is going to have very little room to work with.
3: Ball is going to be spotted on the five-yard line, so first down and ten from the five. Here, 11:52 to begin the third quarter. Greer had some running room, Steve. This wasn't an elude the one tiger, but it was called back, so he's backed up against his own end zone. As Rimmel's out in the pistol. He's got one back on his left, one back behind him. Two wide receivers. Rimmel is going to hand off to Davis off the far side. He's trying to get that corner, and he does. He takes a few Tigers with him. Ball's going to be spotted around the seven-yard line.
4: Davis goes outside the tackle there. Picks up a few yards on first down. Try to give upper Darby and Rimmel some breathing room pinned in their own territory inside the... 10-yard line. So give him three.
3: Second down and seven. It's going to be a handoff going to Davis up the gut, and he is going to be stacked up by a group of Tigers. Going to be about third down and five to go.
4: So Marbury Towns got to keep keep their foot on the pedal this second half. Upper Darby can score in the flash of an eye, so very important to keep this pass rush going.
3: Third down and five from the 10. Pistol formation, two backs. It's going to be a boot to the outside. Tigers applying pressure, and it's going to be heaved down the field. Caught by number 11 of Upper Darby. He was going to travel his way all the way down to about the 42-yard line. Good job by Sean
4: Burke. Burke with a great catch and run for Upper Darby. Upper Darby. And that's what they need to start this second half. They were pinned deep inside their 10-yard line on third down. Rimmel does a good job rolling out to the right and finding his man on the run. And Dashdolgarian of the Tigers finally brings him down.
3: They're going to spot him out of bounds at the 40-yard line. 30-yard connection for Rimmel to Burke. First time we said that tonight. First down and 10 from the 40, 10-30 here in the third quarter. Low snap off the ground. It's going to be a handoff to Davis. who's going to dance his way past the line of scrimmage, but
4: not before a gain of three Davis does a good job there. Again, another low snap. Rumble has to bend over, hands it off to Davis, and Davis does a pretty good job with it for a couple-yard gain as Mike Miller, number 68, Jr., comes in and makes a tackle. Second down
3: and seven from the
4: 43. Pistol formation once again. It's
3: going to go right back to Davis, and he is going to be thrown down in the backfield. Number 77 of the Tigers, and Kyle Tobin does it again.
4: Breaks through the line, and David hits a wall. He's immediately brought down for a loss of about one, it looks like. They're going to call it no gain.
3: It's going to be third down and seven from the 43. Shotgun formation for Rimmel. Trips to the far side. Clean snap. Rimmel's going to step up in the pocket this time. He's going to just throw it, and no, he's not going to throw it away. He's going to be tacking it out of bounds. He's going to throw a flag, most likely the intentional grounding, Steve. Looks like they're going to get up, roughing the passer. Eric, do you have a better vantage point?
5: Yeah, I agree with Steve. Looks like uh, either late hit out of bounds or roughing the passer. It's close to the out of bounds. Marple right.
3: Newtown's
0: clapping. So I'm oh, assuming.
5: Referees are talking about it now.
0: Maybe potentially uh, illegal man downfield. Don't want to keep guessing, but the uh, the defense was pretty excited.
3: There's about three different possibilities on this play. Went to the went out of bounds after he threw the ball, though. There's two penalties on the field. All right. All right, let's see if they can clean up all this laundry on the field. It was third down and seven. Personal foul against Marple Newtown. And then that's about it. So it's going to be a personal foul against Marple Newtown. Coach Gicking wants an explanation. He's about 10 yards onto the field. It's going to be an automatic first down for the Royals. So there, once again, Eric talked about at the beginning of the game. These penalties continue to plague Marple Newtown.
4: And they did a pretty good job tonight. I believe it's only their second or third penalty, but that one hurts. 15 yards. That would have
0: brought up fourth down, I believe. That's their fourth penalty. They had 42 before, so tack on 15.
3: First down and 10 from the 44 of Marple Newtown. Rimmel, shotgun formation. Three wide receivers to the far side. Dave just goes in motion. Now he's on his right hit. It's going to be a read option, and Rimmel is going to be thrown down to the ground. Cooper Moss in on the play.
4: Cooper Moss comes into the backfield untouched. Makes a great play on the ball. Not faked out by the fake zone read, and he brings down Rimmel for no, no gain.
3: That is Moss's fourth tackle, all solo tackles tonight. Second down and 10 from the 44. Rimmel trips to the far side. He's looking to the coach on the sidelines for the play. He's going to look to his right. It's going to be a scream broken up by Luke Cantwell as the slant pattern
4: was denied. Josh Gouch, tended the receiver. And Cantwell, number six, the junior just gets his hand in there last second. And that ball flies incomplete. Third down and 10 for the Royals offense.
3: Third down and 10 from the 44. Upper Darby comes out. Trips formation once again to the far side. Rimmel's going to roll to his left. Tigers applying pressure. And Rimmel's just going to carry it himself as there's two Tigers in on the stop to set up fourth down. It's going to be about no gain.
4: Great pursuit there by the Tigers defense. Not giving up contain there. Following Rimmel on his back hip and bringing him down. The fourth down and ten, down four touchdowns with 8.30 to go in the third quarter. I expect Upper Darby to go for this.
3: Ten yards to go here. They're 0 for 2 on fourth down already early in the game they went. Rimmel comes out, four wide receivers. Davis goes in motion, now on his right hip. Rimmel's looking, 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 and he is going to... Make one man
4: miss out of Cooper Moss, but not make a second. And that's Kyle Tobin with another sack. He continues his sack streak in each game he's played this season. Remarkable defensive line play by Kyle Tobin, but as you said, initially there was Cooper Moss.
3: There was a hold on the play. The Tigers decline it, so the sack takes Marble Newtown's offense onto the field. As Tobin on the game now, Jim, you have to admit, he's been a force too. Same thing with Moss.
0: Absolutely. I'm telling you, pure domination. Six tackles, five solo, one and a half sacks. Marple Newtown, first down
3: and ten from their, from Upper Darby's 48 yard line. 8.04 here in the third quarter. As Upper Darby has to burn a timeout, we're going to sit beside Marple Newtown. Leads 28 nothing here in the third quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network.
1: Brynmar Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, uh. tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Habertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers!
6: This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
3: Welcome back. 804 here in the third quarter. Marple Newtown had 28 points in the first half. This is their first drive of the second half. Empty backfield for Paoletti. Five wide receivers as Marlon Weather goes in motion. Going to be a jet sweep to the near side. He's going to bounce it to the outside. He's going to stiff arm one defender, but not a second. He's going to be stacked up about the 45. Three-yard carry for the sophomore.
4: Good edge defense there by the Royals. Weather tries to get out or tries to cut up inside first. Nothing doing, so he bounced outside. But great job, as I said, by the edge defense of the Royals for a couple-yard gain for Marlon Weathers on the jet sweep.
3: Second down and seven from the 45-yard line after the three-yard ER pickup for Weathers. Four wide receivers to the far side. One wide receiver to the near side. Filming goes in motion. F- empty backfield for Paleetti. Weathers goes in motion. It's gonna be a fake and it's gonna be a keeper by Paoletti up the gut. He's tripped up at the line of scrimmage, but they're gonna
4: lunge him forward. It's gonna be a gain of about two or three. Dan Snyder, the junior defensive lineman, trips up Paoletti. They fake the jet this time to Marlon Weathers, QB keeper off the jet. But good job by the Royal Defense to defend it. Third down and four. Spotted down at the 42-yard line.
3: Third down and four for the Tigers who come out. Four wide receivers. Fallows the back behind Paletti in the pistol formation. Paletti clean snap. And he has his target. And Dolgarian, who stiff arms the Royals defender. He has the first down and more. Good job by him to get
4: open. But Paoletti was able to read the play before it happens. Good read there by Paletti. He had- Dash Dolgarian and Cameron Mathis lined up wide on the right side. Cameron Mathis runs off the corner. Pail, uh, Dash Dolgarian runs a little speed out towards the Tigers' sideline. Pelletti finds him in stride and picked up the first down. Good third down conversion by the offense.
3: Ten-yard pitching catch. Pelletti to Dolgarian has been busy tonight. Dolgarian has five receptions for 178 yards and two touchdowns. First down and ten from the 32 clean snap, Paoletti's looking, looking he's going to roll to the outside and he's going to call his own number and get out of bounds, and it's going to be a late hit, there's two flags
4: on the play must have pushed him way out of bounds, Paoletti remained on his feet he's a big kid to bring down, Steve Yeah, two flags do fly out, so possibly tackle on 15 for that run Eric, are they calling a personal foul?
5: It is definitely in the area of late hit there, but let's see what the official confirms.
3: It's going to be a dead ball foul against Upper Darby. It's going to be a personal foul for after the play. It's attack on 15 yards at the end of the run. So they're protecting Paoletti as was going out of bounds. So now the ball is going to be spotted on the 13. First down and ten. The Tigers can pick up another first down before it's first down and goal. Paletti pistol formation. Four wide receivers. Ballows the back. Weathers goes in motion. High snap. And there is most likely an area of a false start. And that will back them up five yards. First down and 15. Ball's going to be spun on the 18.
4: Steve, you awake over there? I'm trying, Dave. I'm trying. <laughs> Marple's been handling their opponents thus far this season. It's a beautiful Friday night. I'll give it that.
0: We can't complain about these problems, fellas. These are good problems to no.
4: have.
3: First down and 15 for Paoletti and the Tigers. Six minutes to go here in the third quarter. Tigers on top, trying to add their fifth touchdown of the night. Weathers goes in motion to fake jet sweep. Paoletti's going to roll to his left. Now come back to the right. There's a flag down, most likely. And it's intended for Mathis, and now there's a flag. It looked like holding, and then there's going to be a roughing the passer against the defender when he hit Paoletti when he
0: threw
4: it. Hit him in the head area. That's going to be
0: ten on the offense. And this is just frustration, lack so, of discipline. It should be a first down, even after. Yeah, that.
4: it's going to negate so possibly a five-yard gain.
3: Now I'll say this: When do you start running the ball so you don't have
4: pale-headed games?
3: Those offset
4: play.
0: Okay, so those offset.
3: So it's still first down though because of the two penalties.
4: Yeah, so first down on 15 still. eddie has been hit twice, though, right now. Coach kicking, trying to get that running clock. Which is understandable.
3: He just wants to score points.
4: He loves points. Yes, he
3: does. It's going to be first down 15 from the 17. As the Tigers are now in the red zone. As the referees are still talking to each other on the far side. Now they wind the clock. Pistol formation as Fallos is the deep back. Four wide receivers as Weathers goes in motion. He's going to roll that way, and there's three Royals in on the play. They're going to call it dead as he is stacked up. Did they call that a sack, Steve, or did they just decide to call it incomplete? They had him three defenders on him
4: he throws it away, I'm not sure who was it intended for. Looked like a Carmen Cristiano was streaking across the field. No flag for intentional grounding. So but I was he going, was inside the tackle box. Yeah, going to so. bring up second down and 15. Incomplete pass, 543 here in the
0: third. We're going to see a lot of this on Sunday down at Lincoln Financial Field. Another tough quarterback to bring down in Roethlisberger. You better believe that, Eagles fans.
1: I
3: don't want to think about it. 2-0, though. 2-0 Philadelphia Eagles. As Pauletti comes out, he's going to make a trip to the near side as Filman goes in motion. It's going to be a a fake. Royals are not impressed. Another flag now. As Paoletti calls his own number, he's going to be tripped up. It goes down to the 20, to the 15. But, man, there's been about three, four, five penalties all in a row. Eric, I believe that's in the area of holding.
5: Yep, that's correct. That'll be 10 yards. Marble's moving back 10 yards again.
3: Coach Kicking c- can't be happy about the amount of penalties that have transpired in almost every single game this year, Steve.
0: Yeah, this this that penalty happened at the 20. It's at the 30 now. So that was actually on that run a loss of three because the, 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 that's where the penalty happened. So Paoletti's, uh positive yards got negated, Dave.
3: Thank you, Jim. As it is second down and 28. 28. is trip formation to near side. It's going to be a screen pass. It's going to be caught by Fallos. He's just going to go out of bounds. He's going to be tripped up about the 30.
4: Royals do a good job of reading that game. one. And the Tigers had a very clean first half. I believe only three penalties, but this half, they've already matched that total. And uh, really hurting themselves here trying to put more points on the board.
3: Tigers just looking to drain that clock, keep that clock running though, Steve. Have to be happy, but can't be happy with the amount of penalties that have transpired.
0: Yeah, they're at uh, six for 70 yards, so not good.
3: Third down and 28 from the 30 here for the Tigers. Three wide receivers, 430, 429, 428. Clean pocket, Pale Eddie is able to to try and find up the seam with Stashto Gehring. Good job by Greer to break it up.
4: Pele's again zero protection on this drive by the offensive line. And there's three rushers on every play so far. We're going to fourth down. I'm not sure if the kickers have a leg here, so we'll see if Coach Gick can leave Pele on the field.
0: So Pele with 320 passing yards. He'll need 40. To tie the all-time Marple Newtown passing record. Don't know if he stays in the game long enough to do it, Dave and Steve. It's
3: a good problem to have. Like you said, strict formation to the near side. Fourth down. And 28. Upper Darby. Pins the ears back. And he found Carmen Christiana. And he's still on his feet. He dies into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown.
4: What a remarkable job. This time the offensive line, right on cue when I said the offensive line's not giving him pressure. They give him a lot of time there, and he delivers a strike to Carmen Christiana for a touchdown.
0: From Marple Newtown, Tiger down. And uh, now Pauletti 351 yards, the second all-time best performance by a Marple Newtown quarterback right here in Drexel Hill.
3: We've seen a touchdown pass to Weathers. We've seen two to Dulgarian, one to Mathis, and now another tiger in Carmen Christiana. He's spreading it out
4: all over the field. Yeah, and that just shows you what kind of weapons he has on this side of the ball. But hopefully the Tiger on the field is alright. That
3: was a four minute drive capped off by a paletti, the Carmen Christiana touchdown on fourth and twenty eight. Tigers still down. We're going to step aside here. Marple Newtown scored a touchdown, 34 to nothing, four oh six remaining in the third. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio
1: Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall-Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com.
3: Welcome back. As the Tigers able to walk off the field in the attempt the extra point, is Riley film Peyo now has five touchdown passes in the game, four in the first half, then capped off by a Carmen Christiana 30-yard strike. I'll correct Steve if he makes this. Is the running clock?
4: Yes, he. Uh, this will be a running clock. Ooh, and,
3: and he, <laughs> he missed it, so no running clock. Filmon misses his first extra point of the year, 34 to nothing. 406 here in the third. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and
1: Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away.
3: Welcome back. Filman. Miss extra point, his first miss of the season. Tigers on top, 34 to nothing. Paoletti has five touchdown passes, Jim. He's closing on Chris Gicking's
0: record. Yeah, 351 yards, so nine yards away. I don't know if he'll be back out. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe if we get the ball back here in third and then we pull him in the fourth. I, I really don't know. Uh, I don't think that Coach Gicking even knows what his passing record is, and I don't think he's trying to protect it. Um, I don't
3: think he cares. He'd rather no. just come out of upper Darby with a win.
0: He likes winning. That's that's for darn sure. Back to return for the
3: Royals is Greer, followed by Davis. Kicking it away is Civerdelli. Another squib kick. A is able to grab that at the twenty-eight. And he's going to try, and he's still on his feet, makes one man miss. He's going to go off to the far side of the field. He's going to be tripped up about the 39. He tried to make something happen. But Tigers, they're not kicking it deep, Steve. They're afraid of these
4: these returners of the Royals. Yeah, Luke Jones with a takedown. As as you said, uh, after the first two kickoffs by Civerdelli, the rest have been squib kicks. And... Sear has been the beneficiary of them, getting some return yards. But because of Davis and Greer, are very dangerous back there. So I, I do like the, uh, you know, what they're doing there. It's Coach Scott Williams of the special teams unit It's a good strategy. First down and 10, they give him the 40. So this drive will
3: begin with 356 here in the third quarter. Rumble comes out, three wide receivers, shotgun formation, two backs. Main goes in motion, and Davis, it's going to go that way. It's going to be a swing pass. He's got some daylight, and he's going to be trapped. Excuse me, is number three, Greer, who's going to be smashed at the first down sticks. It's going to be a
4: 10-yard completion. Nice swing pass there from Rimland Greer. They've been connecting a lot tonight, and he picks up a good chunk of yards. First down, finally stopped by Carmen Christiana. Some other Tigers, first down Royals.
3: First down and 10. Now the Royals are at midfield. They go no huddle. Three wide receivers. Low snap. Balls on the ground. Rimmel's just going to have to jump on it. And Tobin's
4: is just able to jump on top of him. It's going to be a loss of five. Tobin's jersey turned from an away jersey. So it looks like a home jersey.
0: Black on black. That is a sack for Tobin. Three and a half for him tonight.
3: You have the credit for as much as the offense has been clicking all cylinders, this defense still has the shutout going into the third. Second down and 15 from their own 45. Rear goes in motion to the far side. Low snap once again. It's going to be tossed to number six in Camille. Setting up the screen pass, he wasn't able to get rid of it. Applying the pressure on the play.
4: Lead that was 53? 63. 63. Kevin, Kevin Rankin again in a play. He's been having a great night tonight, the senior defensive tackle. All the Tigers up
3: front have been applying pressure. You have Tobin, Moss, Rankin, all of them have done a phenomenal job tonight. Third down and 15 from the 45. Three wide receivers, two backs for Rimmel. Rimmel's looking to his left. He's going to go back to his right and is in and out of the hands of Greer. Wasn't able. He had a leap for it though, Steve. Yeah, oh. yeah,
4: a little high by Rimmel, but Greer. know, yeah, hands were on it. Should have brought it in. Had some green in front of him. Had one man to beat. Was Christiana, but nonetheless, fourth down and 15 for the Royals. Down 34 to nothing.
3: They're still talking about. They're on their own 45-yard line here. A couple Royals go in and out as they're going to come out in shotgun formation. Appears to be some confusion on the far side as a seer doesn't know apparently the play, but he's these now on the far side. Rear goes in motion to the right, stepping up. Rimmel incomplete. Overshot is intended target in number fourteen. Jo- Josh Gouch.
4: And we'll see if Marbury Town puts some subs in. With the thirty four nothing lead. One, shot, one point shy of the running clock.
0: And I do see Paoletti coming back out on the field. Maybe he just ends the third quarter.
4: Might this be his last drive?
0: He needs nine yards to be single game passing record in Marple Newtown history.
3: Tigers take over 250 here in the third quarter. First down and 10 from the upper derby 45. Shotgun formation. Three wide receivers. Lone wide receiver on the near side is Riley Fillman. Paoletti's just going to hand it off to Marlon Weathers, and he's going to do his thing. He's going to dance through to the secondary and be marked down at the 39-yard line. Late penalty as thrown at the pile. So we're going to see Eric...
5: Looks like it could be a personal foul. A little Jumping bit of.
3: Jumping on the pile?
5: Extra, yeah, extracurricular after the uh, whistle there.
3: Personal foul against Marple Newtown, actually. All set. Personal All foul setting. against Upper Darby.
7: Yes. Yep.
3: Thank you, Eric, as the penalties will now offset. So it's going to be a six yard carry by Weathers. Good job by him to weave through. Second down and four here. Ball spotted on the 39. Eddy needs those nine yards. Three wide receivers for the junior quarterback. Weathers goes in motion. He's going to go that way. It's going to be a run, though. And he is going to be tripped up past the 40s, down at the 38. They're going to give him a yard. Third down and three coming up for the Tigers.
4: We're under two minutes here in the third quarter. Marple thirty-four to nothing. First team still in. A few subs uh, making their way into the game.
0: Yeah, so uh, I have him at three fifty-two now. It's basically a third and three. It's a funky spot on the on the field.
3: Third down and three. Pistol formation. Paoletti. It's caught by Alden Mathis, and that is a Marple Newtown
4: record. Wow. He gets it there, and Coach Gicking knew about that because now the second team has swarmed in 11 for 11 in the change. And Do we have the exact numbers now, Jim?
0: Yeah, that's a school record, 16 for 25, 366 yards, breaking Chris Gicking's all-time passing record set in 1995.
3: First down and 10 for, from the 25-yard line. I believe that's Moyer in at quarterback. Three wide receivers. It's going to be a handoff to number 30 of the Tigers. That is Luke Jealous, who's trying to bounce it to the outside, and it's going to be marked down
4: close to the 20. For the fifth game in a row, the Tigers offense takes a seat on the sideline to cheer on the second unit. It's great to have these guys continue to get this experience under the lights. They basically have about a game
3: and a half worth of experience now, Steve. (laughs) Without a doubt, Dave. And it's that next man up mentality. Can't talk about it enough. As Devis was able to bounce it outside. Ball spot on the 19. 30 ticks remaining for Moyer. Now in comes Mathis to be the quarterback. Mathis is going to bounce it to the outside and be thrown down to the ground. Number nine of the Royals. Jeremy Keita was not
4: surprised on that one. Great play by Keita. Making a play in the backfield. Looks like this clock going to run out. We're going to the fourth quarter. That
3: will do it. For to third quarter. Marple Newtown on top, 34 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. That's the end of the
2: third quarter.
1: For 30 years, Dillon & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's
0: 610-565-2211. And we are back in Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. Marple Newtown, 34 to nothing over Upper Darby. Dave
3: you got a quarterback, a junior quarterback, Steve, breaking records. Not only hold by the head coach, but he made incredible throws. He has five touchdown passes
4: tonight for 34 points. Yeah, five touchdowns to, I believe, four different receivers. It's been a great night for this Tiger offense, but uh, such a good night as well for the defense holding the shutout. A couple sacks for Tobin, Rankin, Moss. So both sides of the ball have been clicking on all cylinders, and the Tigers are on their way to a 5-0 record for the second season in a row, Dave.
3: Pale Eddie has now eclipsed 1,000 yards on the year, and he has 12 passing touchdowns to go along with it. to make 19 total touchdowns this season through four and a quarter games. Mathis, the quarterback, he's a lefty, and he is going to throw it over the middle intended for number 14, that is Seth Moyer, the former quarterback, so they're testing out fourth down and 12 from the 26th. Beginning of the fourth quarter, we'll see what Coach Gicking elects to do, and it appears that he might bring in the. Now nah, they're not going to kick it. Yeah,
4: field goal. You and
3: coming out. All right, we'll see what the Tigers can do. They missed their first one. That was Riley Filman from about 37 yards out. This is about the same distance. This is going to be out of the Joey Keffer hold. Now we're about a
4: 41-yarder now. They moved it back. 42. Well, keep on moving. About a 43-yard field goal attempt. 43 attempts. Civerdelli's up. And he got all
3: of that one. And it is good. 43-yard field goal for Civerdelli. That makes it 37 to nothing here with 11.48 in the fourth quarter. We're going to step aside now. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home
1: of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Brew Mall, Springfield, Falsam, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel.
0: This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
3: Marple Newtown's been averaging 35 points this season. They had passed that. Now they're at 37 to nothing here in the fourth quarter after a Civerdelli field goal. The clock will now be running at all times since it's past 35. Back to return is Greer and Davis for the Royals. It's going to be another swift kick. And it's just going to keep rolling and rolling and rolling. And it's going to be out of bounds. It was picked up by number four, Isaiah
4: McLean. Marple Newtown, going to get a fresh 11 guys out on defense. Try to hold this 37-0 shutout. A lot of time left in this game, 11-36. But once this ball is snapped, the clock will continue to run. It will only stop on timeouts, change of possessions, and scores. Run out of bounds, penalties. The clock will continue to run. First down and 10 for Rimmel at the 28. Shotgun, four wide
3: receivers. Tigers have their backups in. Rimmel picks the ball off the ground. Aseer is able to reel it in and be thrown out of bounds. Number 18 was
4: in on the play for the Tigers, Kevin Marone. Kevin Marone, number 18, sophomore. Got a lot of playing time this year. Ball spiraled on the forty-first down and
3: 10. Just under 11 ticks remaining. 11 minutes remaining, excuse me. Rimmel's looking going over to the middle. Has see her once again, and he's going to be wrapped up by Marone, but not before another Royal first down.
4: Going back to that Civarelli 43-yard kick. That's the second one in a row. Back-to-back weeks where Tigers had a comfortable lead. Coach kicking. Thought it would be some good. Well, Lambritio,
3: Lambritios hit one from 40 yards plus last year, and now Marple Newtown another weapon at their disposal. First down and 10 from the 47. Jet sweep. It's going to go to the Greer. And he is going to throw off three tacklers and be spotted down around the 41. See Greer continue to run hard
4: tonight. Well,
3: we talked about the beginning of the season, Steve. How is Marble Newtown going to replace, replace a George Lambritius? Well, Superdelli just answered that question.
4: Hey, he's been doing great. The kicking game has been doing great with Philman and Civerdelli. Second down and
3: four from the 40. Rimmel's going to slant and go. And incomplete intended for number six of the
4: Royals, Camille. Good coverage there by number 18, Kevin Marone, the sophomore. So Incomplete passes, but the clock will continue to run with the 35-point lead. 37-point lead, but that's uh, the... The running clock starts at 35 points.
3: Third down and fourth from the 41. Four wide receivers for Rimmel. He's looking to his right. It's going to be a screen pass. It's going to be caught by Camille. Excuse me, that's Davis, number five. And he is going to be marked down around the 30-yard line. So to continue to move
4: the sticks... Camille, Greer, Davis. Rimmel has a bunch of weapons out there. He's been using them tonight. Um, Asser, number 86.
3: Rimmel comes out. First and 10 from the 30. Clean snap. Tigers bring the house. Rimmel's intended for a sear, Broken up
4: beautifully. I believe that's Marone in on the coverage, and it is. That Marone, nice break on the ball. Gets his hand there, almost intercepts it, but nonetheless incomplete second down for the Royal offense. Incomplete pass, second down and ten.
3: 820 now here in the fourth quarter. Tigers have a 37 to nothing lead. Man goes in motion. It's gonna be a swing pass that way, caught by Greer. Makes one man miss, second man miss, and he's able to stay on his feet and scamper into the end zone. Thirty yard strike. There you go. Some missed tackles in the open field allowed him
4: to find the end zone. Now Greer gets in the end zone for the Royals. First touchdown of the night. 37 to 6 pending. The extra points.
3: 801 here in the fourth quarter. It appears they're going to be going for two. Rimmel, shotgun, four wide receivers. Davis, the back one, his left hip. Camille goes in motion to the far side. Rimmel's going to look that way. It's going to be a slant pattern and broken up by number 18, I believe. No, that's number
4: 80. 32, DeCrecchio. What's DeCrecchio? I'm sorry, initially 18, but then DeCreccio stayed with it and batted it down again. So the two-point
3: conversion is no good. Tigers now up 37-6. to six. We are going to step aside now. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network.
1: Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Kicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Welcome back. As the Royals
3: get on the board, they go for two, unable to get it. Now it is 37 to 37-6 here with just about eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown has everybody up, anticipating an onside kick. Moyer is in on the recovery. Good job by him out of a Sammy B. Wa
0: kick. Am I really seeing an onside kick? Did I just see that?
4: Yes, he did. Moyer does a good job of uh, recovering. Hans' team comes up, plays that front position like a shortstop, sinks down, and rolls up on the ball. Good job by Moyer there, the sophomore.
0: Yeah, I, I really don't know what to say about that. It's going to be first
3: down and 10. Marple Newtown is going to take over on their own 48-yard line. Timeout, it appears. Equipment issue, possibly. Something going on on sidelines. Nevertheless, they wind the clock, and here we go. Shotgun formation. It's going to be a handoff to number 23. The Tigers are going to bounce it to the outside. Good job by Tobin on the first down and 10 from the 47 carry.
4: Kyle Tobin, or I'm sorry, the brother of Kyle Tobin. Nice little run there. Tommy Tobin. Second team continues to get some quality reps in. Seven minutes to go here. Four-yard carry for Tobin. Clock
3: continues the run. Shotgun formation for Moyer. Man goes in motion. Three wide receivers. Second down and six. It's going to be a handoff up the gut. Unable to read who got the carry, though. I believe that was Jealous. Yeah, Luke Jealous.
4: Got it. Got back to the line of scrimmage for no gain. Cuts it back inside. Nice hard run by him. Good job by that front seven of the Royals. Third down and
3: six from the 50-yard line. Tigers come out. Three wide receivers. Two backs from Moyer. It's going to be a handoff to Tobin off the far side. He's unable to get the first down, but a good effort by him to go in the upper derby territory. It's going to set up fourth down. Now comes the punting unit. They're still talking about it, See, I thought I saw a few players come out. I guess Coach Kekkins is going to wind the clock as much as possible and then burn a possible timeout.
4: Here, take a penalty, send out Filman. Filman with only one punt tonight, I believe. Wow, beauty. 60-some yards, Jim. Special teams 68, 67,
0: yeah. Whew. Really nice. It was a full team effort here tonight. I, I can't stress enough. I know that uh, we love our listenership, but to see this team, this offense led, led by Big Tony, it's really incredible. Palette, doing a tremendous job. I, I asked everyone to come out uh, next couple of weeks. Dave?
3: But next week is tentative for Marple Newtown as the possibility of playing Lower Marion. That's
0: correct. We're going to keep it here. Yeah, it's a good time to bring that up, Dave. So next week we're at Lower Marion. It's a Saturday afternoon game, 2 p.m., if the Tigers Radio Network's not broadcasting, we'll be bringing you live coverage via Twitter. Um, so you'll be able to catch that feed on our on our webpage. And uh, if you're on Twitter, or if you're not on Twitter, you can continue to uh, watch the feed and refresh. Um, so, uh, But, uh, you know, weather depending, We need really perfect weather since we have a lot of electronics out in the open.
1: I don't
3: believe that's filming the punt it away for Marple Newtown. That could be the backup punter. Fourth down Whoa. to nine from the 48. A huge missed snap. Marple Newtown's just going to run it. Now he's going to punt it. And just a line drive is going to bounce all the way down. That was number 13, Alden Mathis, <laughs> that punted it away. He could have ran it if he wanted to, but good decision there to punt it away. I,
0: I've seen it all tonight, boy.
3: He punted it down to the 20. So Upper Darby will take over at the tw- their own 20-yard line.
4: Fortunately, Upper Darby did not bring a rush
3: there. I mean, that could have been disastrous, but, but
4: you had to prepare because I believe Tobin's the long snapper, Steve. Yeah, I think a backup snapper was in, and Mathis, the ball went over his head, uh, but he stayed cool, didn't panic, Just turned around and kicked it.
0: Let's take those here, not Sunday in South Philly. You know what I mean?
4: <laughs> yes.
0: But we know that the magic man, he, he's, he's on the money with his long snaps.
3: they place in America's Got Talent, Steve. I, I have to admit, I was impressed. But got four minutes to go here. Marble Newtown up thirty seven to for down and ten from twenty. Rimmel still in. He's gonna to toss it to the outside. And that is gonna be caught by I believe number three in Greer once again. He's making men miss
4: He's pretty much just
3: padding those stats.
4: Yep, trying to get a rhythm with his offense going into next week as they will fall to one and four. One and three. In the Central League. Marple will improve the 5 0, 4 0 in Central League play with a matchup against Lower Mary next week.
3: Second down and one. It's going to be a handoff. And he is just going to make three men miss. Davis still in his feet. He's past midfield and blown up on the play was three Tigers. And Jealous is going to run him out of bounds. Wait but a what second. a huge block at the
4: 35 yard line, decleting a Tiger. <laughs> And that is a big run there, but Jealous, way to keep staying with the play and uh, push him out of bounds there. Yeah, he never gave up.
0: That was tremendous by Jealous. Of course, I'm not yeah. laughing at a player getting depleted, but I, it's been a while since I've heard that, Dave. Eh, yeah. we've heard it all tonight with
3: Eddie's five touchdowns. Does the ball spotted within the ten. First down and goal from the eight. Less than three minutes to go. Rimmel shotgun. It's going to be a handoff to Upper Darby's 45 in from 8 yards out.
4: That is Justin O'Donnell, a junior. Yeah, he takes a jet sweep and crosses the end zone for the Royals. They're closing the gap 37 to 12 pending the two-point conversion that they'll attempt now.
0: I think uh, I think our color commentator has a hot date. <laughs> 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 two point
3: conversion for Upper Darby. Rimmel looking to his right. He's just gonna loft it that way and broken up. Good job by the Tigers secondary to swat it down. Tigers now up thirty seven to twelve after two late Upper Derby touchdowns. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.
0: The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association is a nonprofit organization that provides support and assistance to the Marple Newtown High School Football Program. This is accomplished by raising and directly providing funds to the high school football program. In addition, the Alumni Association is to provide an organization through which its members can preserve the legacy of Marple Newtown football and coordinate their efforts to keep connected the people who embodied the spirit of Tiger football. If you're interested in getting involved, please visit MarpleNewtownFootball.com and Click on the alumni tab. Let's continue to build this great legacy of Marple Newtown football. Go Tigers.
3: Welcome back. 239, Tigers up 37 to 12. Buah in the attempt, another extra uh, onside kick, it looks like. But scores from around the league. Garnet Valley tops. Radner 42 14. Cardinal O'Hara won twenty eight to nothing. As Marple Newtown was able to recover the onside kick. I was unable to see who got it, though, Steve. Ball's going to be spotted at the 45.
4: And that was number 55. Good job to hop on it. That's Sal Taglia, the sophomore. Ridley won 42-0 over Pencrest.
3: They are still undefeated as well. Springfield, tops Lower marrying at 41-0. That's who Marple Newtown will play next week. And that sets up a big matchup with
4: Ridley and Springfield, both 5-0 and going in the next week.
3: First down, and 10 for the Tigers from the 45. Moyer to quarterback. Number 60 goes in motion, Steve. How often do you see <laughs> wide receivers number 60? It's going to be a handoff to Tobin off the far side. He's going to make three men miss, but he's stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Two minutes to go here. Thing's coming alive now, Steve.
0: And the band. Yeah, I where have they been? Did they just show up?
3: I don't know what game they came Although to I do they want up a little late. I do
0: want to say lively crowd here at Upper Derby, a lot of their fans, cheerleaders, uh, big big cheerleading squad, band sounds tremendous. Great crew here, great fans hanging out uh, on both sides of the uh, field.
3: It's a close one, Steve, Have for 23, Haven 17, laying in the third. Second down and 10 from the 45 for the Tigers. It's going to go right back, this time to Jealous, who's going to gain a yard. I mean, throw him back. So it's going to be third down and nine from the 46.
4: Coming up on one minute to go, Dave. Another great outing here by the Tigers all around. As we said, five and zero for the second time in two years, setting up possibly six and zero
3: next week, as it is tentative on the broadcast schedule against Lower Marion. Moyer comes out shotgun formation. Now they're going to make it. They're going to make it the pistol. Now the running back moves once again. So now it's shotgun. Three wideouts. It's going to be handed off to number 17 of the Tigers, Thomas McKee, sophomore. The brother of Matt McKee. A lot of brothers we see tonight. And that will do it, Steve. Marple Newtown goes in the upper derby and wins 37-12, to all-around effort. Pale Eddie tosses five touchdown passes. The defense holds them to 12 points. We're going to step aside, and we're going to wrap up. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.
1: Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Brumall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3. Or visit paxson.com
0: We are back in Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. Marple Newtown closes this one out. Dave. Pale
3: Eddie tosses five touchdown passes. He ends out. With throwing a second a half touchdown to Carmen Christian from 30 yards. He breaks Chris Gicking's record for most passing yards in a game. He has two touchdown passes to Dash Dulgarian, one to Mathis, and he has one to Marlon Weathers. If that's not your player
4: of the week, I don't know what is. Steve. As I said, outstanding outing starts with Paoletti, number three. And his offense got the ball to. Four different receivers. Leading receiver tonight, Thysolgarian, but just a great effort. Can't say enough about Harry Gicking's defense. Kyle Tobin, that front seven, that secondary, all-around great effort. But the big story is the Marple Tigers are 5-0 going into Lower Merion next week. Next week, the Marple Newtown
3: Tigers will travel to Arnold Field to play the Aces of Lower Marion High School on Saturday, October 1st at 2 p.m. Tentatively. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com, starting at 1.30. You can read more about this game, get coverage throughout the entire 2016 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MNTigers and at MNAthletics, and on Instagram at MNTigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pentima, engineer and producer Larry O'Connor, Co-executive producer, Greg Pecco. Head football coach, dean of students, and athletic director, Chris Gicking. Athletic director, Upper Darby High School, Frank Noonan, Sr. Social media tonight, courtesy of Larry O'Connor. Legal services provided by Phil Press, Esquire of Norristown, Pennsylvania. Engineer, statistician, and executive producer, Jim Alsman. I'm Dave DePasca for the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewTownFootball.com.
0: Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, DZO Mechanical, the Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association, Gillen & Associates Law Firm, Barnabys of Havertown, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Bryn Glass and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at marplenewtownfootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at mntigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!